What's up, fam? Welcome back to another episode of That's the Angle. And this time it is an interview with DC Fashion Fuel, aka Barnett Holston. Probably did that in the wrong order, but he is one of DC's longest running and biggest menswear bloggers, or should I say influencers, um, in Washington, D.C. He is completely killing it, and all of the menswear bloggers always point to him as being like the OG dude, and he's been in the game for quite some time, and uh, we just talk about some really great stuff in this interview. Um, you know, is blogging dead? Where's it going? What's the future? Just so many things that I just, I really enjoyed the conversation, and we even talk about, of course, Gucci blackface and Burberry Newsnack and all these things. It's it honestly it was a great conversation, um, and I hope you guys really really enjoy that. And you can also watch the video component of it on my YouTube channel at YouTube.com/slash/TheBruceAllen. So yeah, guys, uh, hope you enjoy this one. It's a banger. Peace. What is this? Oh, all these new things on Instagram all the time. Hey, everybody, it's DC Fashion Fool, your man about DC out and about today. I'm with Bruce Allen. What's up, guys? I'm going to be on his podcast. I'll send some details out and follow along, and it should be a good day. Save it. I don't post right away. Oh, you don't, you don't post right away? No, it's not good. Um, well, for guys, it doesn't really matter, but for, um, for women, it's, it's pretty bad sometimes because, you know, it tells people where you are immediately. Oh, and there's been some cases where like people have been stalked and stuff like that. And it's really interesting because I don't know, maybe last summer I was out with one of my friends and we were we were going to different events. It was really cool. And um, she's like, we can't leave. I'm like, well, we're late for something. She's like, oh, one of my followers is coming to meet me. And I'm like, do you know her? And she's like, no, I'm like, it could be some 80 year old man who wants to rape you or something like that. You should never you know, like even if you're like. But that seems kind of nice. though to like meet her follower. Right. If you know them, if you've talked uh, to them, you, you know, like if I didn't know you and you just text me out of the blue and like, come meet me, you could be like, I don't know, some mass murderer or something like that's that. That's so true. Know? So you gotta, you gotta kind of have to think about that sort of stuff. I mean, it's cool to meet your followers and that's great, but you also have to do it with a bit of caution. Plus it also says like, all right, I'm at this party. We're having fun. Nobody's at my house. Go rob it. You know, stuff oh, like that. You're you gotta right. think about stuff like that. I never you know? thought about that. Like you're literally broadcasting your whole day. Like I'm here, then I'm here, then I'm here. And so, have so we- even if you're like... 15 minutes off yeah you know so you know and i mean unless you're unless you're hosting an event Wait, or have you been stalked um not like that but okay. yeah but you know and, and i don't so much worry for me as like some some of my female friends and i'm just like you know yeah you're a big dude be, you could definitely take some guys gotta be kind of careful about that and she's like oh she could be fun and it turns out she was fine and, and you know we, That's waited, good. we met her but you just you just don't know so, so, but you've had a friend who's been like brutally stalked. Um, there was there was a case about that. Like, if you just if you Google it, you can. Yeah, I mean, that, that yeah. seems like something reasonable that would happen. Uh, it's kind of creepy. I'm not gonna lie. I had a stalker once, and I was very flattered. <laughs> I was kind of stoked about it. Yeah, it could be in a good way, but if it's in a bad way, you, you just you just don't know. I think it's if it's if you're a dude, if you're like, oh, why not, dude? So I, I was in college. I was freshman year. I had this girl, she was my like stalker. She would leave me uh, notes and in the notes, she would draw me as a Harry Potter character. It, like <laughs> she'd draw me as a Harry Potter character and like write me a love letter. And then that freak you out at all? No, not really. Cause I was like, maybe she's hot. <laughs> I had one in college too. This girl used to like follow me around and, and she used to send me notes and she would say, Oh, I saw you 
it, I saw you walking with your friend Becky. I'm like, how do you even know her? You know what I mean? And it was, it's, it's, I mean, it was, it was no big deal, but still, it's just like, it's bizarre. So you, just imagine if you're like a real celebrity, you know, that, you know, millions of followers and stuff like that. Oh, and yeah, happens you, to you all the time. And that's, that's kind of. You really can't be like, especially when you have like, like, oh, wait, real quick. What's up, guys? Welcome back <laughs> to That's the Angle. And today I'm joined with Barnett, a.k.a. DC Fashion Fool. Hey, hey. But back we were saying, uh, yeah, if you have like tens of thousands of followers or like like you do or, or some other highly clouded up individuals, it's th- then it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, it's not so much. I don't even think I have that many compared to like if I have 100,000 or a million or something like that. You just don't know. You just don't know with people. It's, it's just... It's just it's it's a, it's just an interesting time that now you know after after a level doesn't even matter like how many followers I feel like after you pass like ten k kind of just is just like okay no it still matters I think um, you know with if if you call yourself an influencer or whatever you call yourself I don't know what the the what do you days. call yourself um, I guess I'm an influencer I don't know some dude that has an Instagram <gasps> account <you know? laughs> cringe uh, no but, no but you actually are though. Like seriously, like you're 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 a bona fide like hashtag influencer. I don't know because I mean I look at like I have some friends that have you know hundred thousand followers and I'm like they're an influencer. But it, you also have to look at you know what does influence mean? I mean you know you could have five thousand followers and every five every single person comments on your stuff. That's a lot of influence. So you depth, know, that's like depth, not width, you know, right there. So it's like you know, it's it's all about the engagement. It's all about you know what you're actually doing because there's so many ways to game. If you're if you're just talking about Instagram, you know, there's so many ways to game the system, and you could have hundreds of thousands of followers, and nobody's really engaging with you or seeing what you're doing. So is that influence? Probably not. Yeah, but we all know what those people look like. <sighs> Yeah. They, they, they've got a hundred thousand and they get 2000 likes on a, on a, on a photo and they get two comments and yeah. you're just like, all right, like you're not a real influencer. Yeah, Come on. But you know, though brands and other people look at that and it gets them, but, gets you, them. but you have real influence. Like you, you sometimes, are like, like, yes, like sometimes what, what no. you do is very real. Like it's, it's, it, it feels very authentic. Like well, I try to be, it, it's, it's harder though, because I think that, you know, when I first started, it's like, oh, I'm going to put up a picture. It'll be cool. No big deal. And then, you know, it's fun. And then all of a sudden you have these brands like, hey, will you, we'll give you stuff if you post it. I'm like, hey, that's cool. That's how it started for you? Um, a little bit more. Like I said, all right, what's this Instagram thing? So I started an account and I would just go around and I'd be like, okay, I'm at, I don't know, some store. I'm like, look at these clothes. Are they cool? I post it and, you know, mm-hmm. get like five likes and whatever. I was just like, that's not, that's not great. But it, but it was fine and it was fine for me. But I was writing. I talked my way into doing some fashion writing. Did you know what you were doing at that point? Like, did <laughs> you know that you were like... I had no clue and I, I didn't even know I was writing about fashion. I was making stuff up, but apparently it was doing really well. So I was writing for these online publications and then I wasn't really busy at work because I work full time and, um, but I'm really busy now because I don't want to get fired. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but, but you're yeah. not a full time blogger. No, no. When we talked previous to this interview, I assumed you were. No, it just I just try to make it seem that way. No, I have a full time job. You're, you're smart. You're, you're you're responsible. Smart. I kind of like health insurance, and I actually sort of like my job. When you're in health know. insurance, no, I like having health oh, insurance. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> but, but um, I like you know, I like I kind of like what I do. It's kind of fun, you know. So. Could you do it? Like, if you really want to, could you? Not at my level now. I'd have to be making a lot more money, you know, because you know, there's a lifestyle you come accustomed to. No, and, no, no but like, but like, like, could you like live? off of your blogging stuff now no 
No, definitely not. Oh, because no, no. of your current lifestyle yeah, situation. Yeah, but yeah, like, like, you could go back to like renting with with roommates and probably make it happen, right? I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's I think it's interesting because everyone always wonders. Like, and I'm not going to ask you like just exactly how much you make. Um, it's you know it, it depends on. I think for some people it depends on what you want to get out of it. Like some people, mm. like I want to be an influencer. I want to I want to quit my job. I want to do it full time and. I don't know, maybe you want to do that or not, but you kind of have to think what's the long run, what's the long run plan. I mean, if you're going to be an influencer, does that mean you're going to always sit around and take pictures of yourself and say, Hey, buy this product. I mean, you have to, you have to think long game. Um, if you watch, I don't know if you've seen it, the Netflix show American meme. Yeah, I saw that. But if you think about it, I mean, the ones that are like successful, you think about the fat Jew. I mean, Instagram is not their only thing. You know, it's, it's babe. You know, wine now. You know, mm-hmm. you think about it's like diversifying. You think about Paris Hilton and all of her stuff she sells. It's not just Instagram. So you, it, so it's not just in that kind of. Influence. She was like the first internet celebrity, right? In a way. True, true. Yeah, but still, I mean, it's not like. But it's but, not like that's the only thing they're going to do. But to say you just want to be a hashtag influencer on Instagram, I think is it could maybe be shallow. Not 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 in your ambitions, but like it's like hashtag influencer hashtag influencer on Instagram. But it's like no, you should be thinking bigger. I guess is what you're trying to say. I think it, it, you have to think sort of have to think realistically. Okay, so think about last week mm-hmm. or what was it Thursday when Instagram went down? Dude, that was that was insane that wasn't last that was like last it was yeah that was Thursday so if 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 all your basket is in Instagram what do you do what happens like you have to have something think of how screwed all those people who had probably had brand deals exactly people that had to post like even I was I was I was so flustered I couldn't post a story I couldn't I couldn't like show people where I was I couldn't drop this epic like post I had saved. See, you know, and it, so, you know, I always, a lot of people, like the, a lot of the successful people, a lot of people, yeah, they're going to concentrate on Instagram and some do really well. And I think right now it's a really good medium, but think how fast Instagram grew and think of, think about, and I'll just say it, you know, just think about MySpace. What happened to that? Think about Vine, who were who, the people that were really, really big on Vine. And all of a sudden Vine is gone. You know what I mean? So I can't, but I know, think, I think MySpace was also at a, at a, transitional point of the internet like that was like at that was that was like early premature internet instagram feels like almost mature internet where nothing could really compete with it at this point right but you have to think how fast technology moves Mm -hmm. so you have to think that you know you know 20 years from now people are like oh you remember that instagram thing you know what i mean there's going to be there's more likely going to be something else. Probably. And so, you know, it might not even be 20 years. It could be five years. It could be two years, you know? Mm-hmm. So there's always something that's going to come along. You, you know, this, it's, it's going to be an aging thing after a well, while. Look at Facebook. Facebook's practically dead it's, right now. So like, what did they say? It's the place for retirement people and stuff yeah. like that, you know? So, so yeah, it's good. And, and I say that if you can take advantage of it, take advantage of it, but you have to be aware that there's other things that are coming along. And, and also you have to be able to like own your own content. So, what happens if Instagram goes away? You've got hundreds of pictures, thousands of pictures up there, and all of a sudden, I don't know, somebody pulls a plug and like, it's like, gone. like if last Thursday, last like, Thursday it got deleted. You can't get any of that stuff back if you don't have something else. Mm. You know what I mean? So even if you, so I have a blog and I try to update that a lot, and I mm-hmm. try to I try to write about that because if something happens, I own my own content, so I can kind of even though it's hosted, you yeah you write like multiple times a month. If not I try, a well a week, you I know notice. it depends on what's going on and depends on what I'm doing, and you know I'm trying and I'm trying to do some different things. So yeah, I'm trying to um, 
to do that and like kind of drive people there, you know, maybe post a picture and say, if you want more information. But is blogging blog really, post. like, I feel like in, in my narrow opinion, I feel like blogging is how it started and that's why it's called being a blogger. But I feel like it's kind of changed. Like you, does anyone actually read the blog? Uh, mine, not as much as I, as they used to, but, and not as much as I hope, but yeah. you know, there are certain, you know, if you think about the websites that you go to, Essentially, you know, some of those are just blogs and some mm-hmm. of the big ones people go to every day or multiple times a day. It depends on what the volume is, it depends on what people are posting and things like that. And and if it says something to you. So, you know, I kind of think of like, what can I do to like at least put something out all the time? Maybe somebody, I haven't checked the DC fashion forum yeah, in a and, while. And I'm not, and I'm not saying that to try and discredit what you're doing, because what I think is just how you say how people's behaviors change from my perception, it's like when the, when blogging started, that was how blogging started. There was sure. no other publication. Like it started with people actually being on what was, what was like the, it was, it was called blogger. It was, it was literally called blogger. And we're in, and like you would literally write a blog and put a photo. And I feel like that's where it started. But then when Instagram came, people started going on there and then it went hand in hand with the blogging. But now, and this is all my opinion, please, please correct me. <laughs> um, I feel like it's gotten, blogging influencing has gotten, gotten to a mature space where, I feel like the audience doesn't want to go and read the blog where they almost just want to stay on the platform or are they yeah, almost, that's true. People don't want to leave a platform. So that's why I think that you see like stories do well and people are doing, you know, you see IGTV and you see, because you're, it's all in one place, mm-hmm. but you know, you also have to think about YouTube. A lot of people go to YouTube. I need to know how to do something. What am I going to do? Well, I feel me? like no one wants to read anything anymore. So, you know, it depends, you know, um, if I want to, find out how to do something. I don't know. What was I trying to, Oh, I know what it was. I couldn't remember my stupid Gmail password because it's all logged in there. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I know somewhere there's something to say, this is how you pull it up. So I found two places. One was a YouTube video and one was a blog. And I'm like, I don't have time to like sit through a YouTube that says, Oh, this is, I'm so-and-so like follow my subscribe like this. I just Mm. wanted the answer. Ah. So I went to a blog that says, this is how you do it. And they had a couple pictures and it says, this is how you see your, your thing. That's what I needed. So, you know, there's that type of just in time information that I need. So if I'm going to, if I'm going to go to that site and then, you know, maybe I, I look on that site and like, okay, that was really cool. But there's some other stuff and maybe there's some like long form things that explain stuff or like talks, talks to me about things. And maybe I might stay on that site. And, like and maybe then, for people who like that, that sort of, who like to read, I guess. Right. But then, you know, then, you know, th- that's also the same thing as like, okay, so you found that nugget of information. There might be some other stuff, like whether it's pictures, whether it's a link to YouTube, whether it's something, you know, if that's where you're starting, that is your, where you, you kind of like the place that you start. So, you know, I'd hope that, you know, for me, it's like, all right, this guy lives in DC, he wants to talk about DC and he's writing about that stuff. Let me go check him out see what he has to say. Mm-hmm. If I want to get a snippet, I can go to his, his Instagram picture and see what's going on in his Instagram or check his story. But if I want some more in-depth stuff, like maybe come here. It's like, why did, you know, what you're going to find with me a lot of times, it's my Instagram is like, hey, I'm not, you know, this is a lot of the girls and, and it works for them. And it's like, hey, look at this outfit. I got it. I got it for $20. If you go to like to know it, you can go buy it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's very like girl you know, blogger. You know, thing. so like for, for me and guess some of the guys do that, too. And, and I think it works for some people. But for me, I'm like, OK, I can't be like, oh, well, look at me, wear this stuff. What I was going to say is that, like, I honestly have never read a blogger's blog. Like besides me learning about you, I actually went to and I read all your stuff. Um, but I, I, even my best blogger friends, I've never clicked out to their blog once. I, I don't I mean, I think it, I think for some people, like I'll give you a couple examples. Um, 
a one one of the big ones. He's been around for a long time. He spoke style. Who? Uh, he spoke style. Is that a DC one or? Actually, he lives. His name is Brian Sawa. He lives uh, actually lives in Towson, and a lot of people go to. It's he's kind of migrated into more like luxury menswear type of stuff. But a lot of people like go to his stuff for advice and he has some YouTube. He has ah. So like if that's the voice that you're going to go to, it's just like thinking about like, if you're going to go to, I don't know, maybe let's say GQ for looks and you're going to see these looks. I'm going to see it all in one place. So that's kind of like what people do. There's another guy, one of my friends. Real um, quick, just for reference, how long have you been in the game? That's funny. Um, I was talking to a friend yesterday. She's like, I've been writing, a, I've had a blog since 2010. I'm like, I think I got you beat because I wrote my, and I found it. I found my first blog post. It was 2005. Whoa. And Whoa. it's, 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 I, I went back and I read it yesterday and it's, I mean, there's no pictures. It's just like, I'm starting my blog. This is why I'm doing it. I think it's like maybe a one minute read. It still holds up because there's nothing bad about yeah. it. So I was like, yeah, but it was, it was a lot different too. I like, I'd post sporadically. I'd post, you know, maybe once every couple months. But that was or, a different time. No so, one knew what it would so be. So I was like, yeah, my mom read it. Maybe my brother, maybe a couple of friends, but you <laughs> yeah. know, it's still up there. And then, you know, that was a lot different. And then, um, I was, I was a little heavier at the time and okay. I did a, um, 2005, man, come on, it's 14 years ago. I did a, uh, a health challenge type of thing. And so I said, the only way for me to stick to it is like I had to write something every day. So I put myself on notice. So I, I don't think anybody really read it, but literally every day, whether it was a sentence, whether it was um, a paragraph, whether it was I wrote something every day. So I just had something down so I could say it. And then at the end of it, we had you had to submit like an essay or something like that. And I had all that stuff because it was kind of like I, kind of like journaling. Yeah. And um, I actually won that competition. So this was I forgot how long ago that was, but it was kind of cool. So it was a, it was a sixty day transformation. Competition? It's one of those ninety day things. Or ninety yeah, day things. Yeah. How much weight did you lose? Um, like twenty pounds. Like what I always have to do is lose twenty pounds. But you only lost twenty pounds in ninety days. Uh, yep, yep, yep. And uh, you won. How the hell does that work? It's interesting. It was, I could take it, a shit and lose twenty pounds. What do you mean you lost twenty pounds kidding? in ninety days? Are you kidding? I was, I was, I was a fanatic. I, I thought Some you were going to be like I lost one hundred and fifty no, pounds in ninety no, days. I mean, Jesus, it's, it's just like the transformation was is amazing. Maybe nah, one day I'll I'm show you the joking. pictures. Uh, maybe one day. There actually some of them are on my Instagram account. So um, that's cool. But, but so man, good for you though. So that was cool, that's you cute. know. But then you know that morphed into all right, I want to write about fashion and I would say, all right, okay, I'm in this store and this sweater is cool. What do you guys think about it? I'm running? Or I was like, here are the looks for fall that I see. And I, you know, pretty much snapped it with my, with my camera, with mm. my phone, whatever, and, and write about it. <laughs> the pictures on the camera phones back then, you're like, God. how do you like my, my square printed outfit? With this, you know, or I'd be, you know, in the dressing room. What do you think of this sweater? I remember I was like, I posted one. I had some sweater I got from Diesel. I'm like, what do you guys think about it? And would write about it. And like, here's some that match. And then that kind of morphed into. But you were just doing that because you wanted to. Yeah, I was kind of doing it because I wanted to. And I always had a thing for fashion. So I'd always did that. And then I'm like, okay, how can I make that work? And so mm. I started writing for some online publications, which wow. was kind of cool. And they just wicked. like, they like, send me a sample of your writing. Since I had written some stuff, I mean, I could put some sentences together. So that was fine. And so I started going and then I'm like, all right, let me see if I can get into fashion week. And so no I, I talked my way into fashion week and you know. Was this before you had an Instagram too? 
Pretty much. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was around the same time because I remember going to my first fashion week. I went with, with two of my friends and I had taken a picture and she said, one of them said, you know, nobody's ever going to read your blog or your Instagram unless you get in front of the camera. I'm like, God, I don't want to do that. That sucks. She was right though. I'm like, that sucks. I'm too old. I'm too fat. I'm too like, I just don't want to do it. So I had taken a picture of a coat that I have. I still have the coat that, um, that I had gotten at Billy Reed. Love the store. And, um, sir. Next thing you know, I'm like, I'm like scrolling through something and Saks picked it up. So I didn't even buy it at Saks. I was like, but they, they were just carrying it. They were just, they're like, this is, you know, and so I'm like, this is cool. And then she shot some pictures of me in front of Lincoln Center, you know, during fashion week. And, and it was just like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then I just started doing it and I was doing it for a while. And then... It was interesting that Saks picked it up because it's probably you were probably one of the only people posting about that stuff. No, then. actually, there were a lot of people because really? the girls have been around forever, and and some of the guys that, who were like OGs that were in the game, they you know their stuff was you know have been around. So I was just like some random dude that happened to have a a, a, a good photo, have decent photo, and yeah. the pictures even not even that good if you look at it. So I don't even know where it is. The standards but, have changed so far oh from God, that. I'm sure, crazy. 2005, dude. It's just ridiculous. And so I'm just like, all right, let's, let's see what, what happens. And, you know, it's, there's like highs and lows, you know, sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. And, you know, you just kind of plug away, you know, there's times really frustrated. Some days I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. I like so, this. So, but, but that, that whole scenario, like you being a fashion week, your first fashion week, you doing that blog, Saks picks it up. Was that essentially... But did that trigger in you? Like, oh, let me try this more. I'm like, let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. But um, content is king, so you have to like, you always have to feed the beast. And I don't think, even then, I don't know if I, I know I wasn't doing like I wasn't posting every day, or there were times where like I don't feel like. But doing it was the it. wild west. Oh man, come on, dude! Like, this 2005, Instagram like, was a wild this, west. By then, now, now we're talking like maybe five. Fast forward like five years later. 2010, so like maybe a little bit, maybe like maybe 12 or 13 or whatever. That's whatever. Still, that's but still, still not mature Instagram. But still, it was just like, all right, let's see what happens, and you know, and then. So were you were you always based in DC for this too? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm from because DC. you are branded as DC fashion fool, so it's like you're the. Well, it's the weird because I don't know if they found me through my blog or through Instagram, but this company reached out to me and they said, "Hey, we want you to host an event." I'm like, "Okay." They're like, "We need we need a name. We need your name. We need your logo." I'm like, "I don't have any of that crap. I don't know what that." So I'm sitting in my office and and I remember she's like, "We need it by a certain time today." And I was like, "All right, let me just make up stuff." So I just I'm just like, "Okay, DC Fashion I just made it up and just sent that's it off. That's a great brand like, too. That's it. It's good and it's bad though because like now it's DC. What if I move to California? So am I still going to be the DC? You know, no, you Fashion Fool in California. Just be the, the, the California fashion so, so, you, you know, so it's just, it's interesting. Then of course I, I've well, decided, let me see if I can go snag fashion fool, but that's gone. Or you, you could know. be the fashion fool. Yeah, I know. That's what I had to do, man. Bruce <laughs> Allen, the owner of the Redskins took that shit. <laughs> I got it. I, so I'm like the Bruce Allen everywhere. Yeah. So that's the one thing though. Like if you're, whatever you do, like mm-hmm. grab everything. So I don't know. Like, and, and I have some other names that I've, I picked up and snagged. I'm like, uh, maybe I'll do something else. And, you know, because I don't feel that I'll be like snapping pictures of myself for a whole, like, that's going to be the end all be all thing. Something else will happen. Like you want to take it somewhere else? 
I don't know if I want to take it somewhere else. I probably want to do some other things, mm-hmm. you know, like I have friends that start magazines. I have friends that start clothing lines. I have friends that do other stuff. But so you, uh, the thing is you, you realistically could like you're, you're, you're an OG and you know enough people in the city. Like you, I, I've been to those parties and you just pop up out of the freaking woodwork. I'm like, of course mm-hmm. you're here, dude, because these are like the who's who of DC. I don't, like, I don't, you know, it's, it's just like, if you just can get on a list pretty much, you know, you well, know. as I say, because like you could easily reach out to someone and be like, yo, I want to start this thing. And they'd be like, here's some money. Like, <laughs> well, if anybody's out there listening and doing that, <laughs> send a lot of money and I'll be happy to do that. And, you know, I have some things that I, I've thought about doing to kind of branch out. Like what? Um, you have to wait and see. Okay. You want, you want, you want to spill the <laughs> eggs? So there's, some, there's some things that, that I've been thinking about. Would it be DC based? Like something you think DC needs or something? Um, probably. Uh, the, the one cool thing. I like DC. I'm from DC pretty much. And born and so, raised or just, um, I grew up here. I moved here when I was two. So pretty much. Yeah. Whoa. Went to school, moved away for school, worked away a couple of years and then moved back. When Can I ask how old you are? No. That's why I asked again. I ask you. So, but, um, I don't, you know, I think about, you know, what, what would, what would it be? Um, one of the things, when I, when I first really thought I was going to get into it, I talked to some brands and I talked to some people in New York. I'm like, oh, we don't really work with any New York uh, DC influencers, D, uh, DC bloggers and DC. I'm like, well, why not? And, or if they did, they were working with the same people that have been doing it forever. And, and some of them aren't really even in the business before. But, you know, you once you start to learn, meet some people and you know, who's doing it, you're like, Oh, so-and-so's at this event. So-and-so's at this event. And this guy's from DC. Why didn't they invite like some other people? And they're like, Oh no, there's nobody else in around. I'm like, well, that's, that's a bunch of crap. So, um, that's kind of why. And like last year, I think it's what it was. I said, all right, I got to p- figure out a way to get some eyes on DC. So that's why I started. Um, I'm like, well, what if we get some guys together who are kind of, fashionable and kind of whatever and try to do some events and try to do some stuff. I mean, it's, it's hard cause you know, people schedules and things like that, but we try to do some things and that's how like the DC Dapper Dude stuff popped up mm-hmm. and stuff like so that. You, you're behind that. So I said, let's, um, let's, let me host a brunch and like, you know, you do a, you do like a shoot. So you can, cause the one thing I always saw is like in New York, I was under the impression that everybody in New York, all the guys in New York are like all friends, all play, they, they piled around together. You know, they like every event, they just came together and, you know, they did these amazing shoots and I'm like, all right, we need to do that stuff. And, you know, once you, once you get behind the scenes and you know, that's not necessarily true, but you know, kind of people band together and kind of support each other. That's kind of what I wanted to that's do important. in DC because but that's how you build it, though. Yeah, I mean, if you look, if you look at some of the girls around town, they do that. They have these little syndicates and they have these little things. They look like, like clicks to me. I don't know about syndicates. Uh, I mean, that's true. That's true. And I even think that sometimes like guys DC Dabberties feels more of like an or like like an actual group that's trying to like push menswear fashion or just men's blogging in DC to like, the I next think level. it is. And I think it is, but it does run the risk of, um, for some people, cause some people have reached out to me and said, Oh, it seems a little clicky. And I just, and, and there's, there's a chance that it could end up that way. So you kind of have to watch it and you have to, you have to remember what, at least what my idea was. It's just like, all right, can I bring some guys together um, some people are more advanced. Some people aren't as advanced. Show you what to do is like how to like kind of navigate the system and then also like get some great shots of a group shop. So 
because part of it's work because people say, I see all these guys that are really dressed around town and there's other people trying to copy it and there's other people like doing stuff, which is really, you know, it's good and it's bad. Copy in DC or just everywhere in general? In DC. It's like, I see all these guys get together because, you know, I'm just one person. So like basically what I did was like, I'm trolling Instagram, trolling stuff. Oh, this guy's pretty cool. Let me reach out to him, see if he wants to do it. But you know, I'm one person. And so I think, I think some people get offended because they're not asked, but you know, I can't see everybody. And, and then, you know, are there a lot of fashionable dudes presenting themselves on social media that I think they're starting to be, I'm starting to see a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then, and then, and there's also a lot of people that, want what you have or you know that's the one interesting thing you know you put up an instagram picture like oh everybody's gonna love me and everybody's like but now it's it's really interesting because there's some people that actually don't like me and i'm like well that's kind of weird i haven't never done anything to them and you know i can see it like just from looking at you they don't like you I have no idea. I have no idea. And it and it's it's interesting. And there's been some events that like I haven't been invited to because of that. Or what? like if I if I if I do get invited, because a lot of times some of the events are the invites come from different locations and I walk in and some people are like, What are you doing here? You weren't on my list and I'm just like, uh, you know, that's what happens. Oh yeah. Why would someone be upset at that though? I don't know. I don't know. You, I you I, wanna, you seem like such a nice dude. Like, uh, like I don't yeah. I don't I don't know how many mean bones you got in there, man. Uh, probably a lot, but <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, but it, I've, it, I've but I've never heard someone talk bad it's about you. Been, well, thank no, you. No, personally, but, seriously, like, like uh, I I know all these all the people with these adaptives. I know almost well, the bloggers. I, I wouldn't say it's them. I wouldn't say. It's but no, them. no, I, I know yeah, it's yeah, not them. Yeah, but yeah, like, like, them, like but. if someone was to hear some shit, it would be me. Yeah. Like, so, but yeah, there's some stuff. Um, there's some things that's happened in the last last couple of weeks. I'm like, hmm, you know. It makes you it makes you think and and I thought it was just me and and I have some really close friends that I'm like hey have you noticed this and they're like yeah so it, it's that's pretty apparent well, have you noticed and, what um you know just certain things that have happened that you know not that I think that I'm the end all be all of DC and and stuff like that but You're the OG really, dude that I think that maybe I should be included and and and, and purposely left out. And even at events, I've been purposely left out of some things. I'm like well that's interesting. But then do you think do you like, think it's because of how much experience you have, like someone's like scared you might take the brain deal or like they're scared that like, you know, instead of viewing it as collaboration, like you have, like maybe they view it as competition where they don't want to get you involved because like, fuck, he's going to come here and just steal all the sun or in a way. I, I don't know what it is, but I think that, um, I'm always of the opinion that a, a rising tide bring lifts all boats. So I think that for certain things, the like it it doesn't have to be like that Highlander mentality. There can be only one. Yeah. So yeah. I think that a lot of times there's that, but I also think that there's this notion that you know that some people have is like one person does get it, they're the only one, and so I need to either try to get it from him or think, say, present myself as doing it better or present. But you got it though. That's the thing is like, I think when these dudes look at you, like you, you got it. And so they're like, fuck, like, yeah, but I'm just like, so my whole thing is there's a lot of stuff out there. And if I don't get something, sure, I'm disappointed and sure that's, mm-hmm. you know, especially if I think that I'm perfect for it, but what do you mean get something like a brand, you deal? know, like a brand deal or because, you know, on certain things. And if you look at Instagram, if you know, a lot of people, you know, on certain days on certain things, people are required to post on a certain day. So all of a sudden you see, you know, everybody posting, let's say Reebok shoes. So everybody got this Reebok shoe thing. I'm like, well, I applied for it. I didn't get it. You know what mm. I mean? So you just kind of have to go on for that. And so for a while, I was just like, screw that. I'm like, if somebody doesn't want to work with me, then, then, then don't do it. But on the other hand, 
Um, there's, there's this thing about, all right, I saw that Barnett get it, so I'm going to go pitch myself and try to get it as well. That's fine, and I don't have a problem with that, but then it's like, well, give it to me and not Barnett, then I do have a problem, and then I'll... Like have, they would actually say... Oh, yeah, it's happened before. I'm a better I, candidate or something? Yeah, yeah. Oh uh, or God. they pitch themselves as something like that, and, I, and, and I've... That's just an with, asshole. I've gone behind and said, hey, I, I, and I've talked to the brand or the, uh, the whatever, and I said, hey, look, if you want to work with them, that's fine. I just... I'll find something else and I just won't work with you anymore. And, you know, I'm, you know, I think that there's so much out there that there's a lot of opportunities. I, I, I think if yeah. someone's ever approaching that, approaching things like that in your world, it, they're approaching brands, trying to steal your brand deal, trying to step on your toes. It's like, that just doesn't seem smart for them in the long run. But also it, I feel like then that also kind of maybe says like, they're not in it for the right reasons. <laughs> I don't, you know, I think, I, I don't know, people think of low-hanging fruit, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, if he can get it, I can get it. Now, there's nothing wrong with, um, what I try to do is if I see, like, some other influencers working with other brands, especially if they're not here, even sometimes here, I was like, hey, do you mind sharing a contact? Maybe I can see if I can work something out with them, and, you know, that's that's one way to do it. So there's there's actually two brands that I really really want to work with. Yeah. I think um, I'm not going to say. <laughs> Come on, man, just say no, it. No, no. If anything, no. maybe they're listening. They want to listen. No, they want to work no, with you. No, but no. you think someone's trying to jump on you it? You never know. So you know, you have to. I think you have to. You have to enter it with a um, an air of caution because you don't want to put all your stuff out there. That's true. That's true. Um, so you know, that's the. I other don't thing. mind if we spill beans. <laughs> no. So so, so so these two bands you're talking about. Um, it's interesting because you're actually approaching them, so I'm guessing they're pretty big. How how does that process look? Like, what do you do? Um, both of them, they're they're my aesthetic. It's what I like. Of course. And um, I have friends that already have contracts with them or are working with them, and they say, "Hey, do you mind sharing your contact with me?" And both of them have, and so I'm in the process of talking to them now to see if I can work out something. And they're they're good fits for me. Mm -hmm. I mean, so that's why I decided to do it. Now there's some other stuff. But like, do you, do you approach them and you say, "Hey, I want to work with you. Pay me this much." Or are you um, like, hey, I want to work with you. Just give me free shit. Like, how does that normally work? It depends. So you always have to think about, you know, free shit does not pay your bills. So Facts. you can't always, you can't always rely on that. And so if you're first starting out, you're like, yeah, somebody's like, hey, would you, and it's always, and, and everybody will laugh when they say, hey, you want a pair of socks or whatever it is. And I'm like, yeah, we'll take it, you know? And then you're just like, all right, I've got like 80 pairs of socks now, you know? can we do a little bit of little money by it? And, and that's not to say that that's not a bad thing because when you're getting started, that's one thing. But if you think about what you're doing and if you think about, if you think about what an ad costs, if I'm going to put it in, I don't know, let's say I'm putting an ad in GQ, mm -hmm. it's going to cost X dollars. It's going to a lot of money. It's going to cost a lot of money. If I throw, if I threw, throw free product at an influencer who, and they know that they're going to get influence, you know, they're going to get eyes on it. Especially someone who has as much outreach as you. So, so the idea now is like, all right, if I'm going to put up a picture like that and unless, unless, you know, if Tom Ford's listening and, and he wants to send me free stuff every day, you know, if that's different as Tom, clothes, Ford. That's, Tom like, Ford. that's a whole nother level. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> but if you think about it, I mean, your time is, you know, I have to, I have to, 
edit, I get, I have to get photos. So I have to pay a photographer, mm-hmm. which I have to do. You, you know? actually pay your photographers? Um, some yes, some no. Um, that's what's up, man. Thank so, you. So yeah, some of them, I just paid one the other day. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so, you know, fortunately some, there's some bloggers that are pretty good. So I use them and we trade off and, and sometimes my pictures actually come out half decent. So nice. I, can, I can sometimes take a picture or two. Um, you know, so you do that. Uh, what I have done with, with some of the, uh, a couple of photographers that I work with regularly, um, I'm like, okay, I'm just shooting for me. So we have like, I throw them a little something. I guess I'm, uh, I can't really, I don't make enough to afford to pay all the time. So I was like, well, here's the deal. If I get a contract and there's not, I can't budget in a photographer because a lot of times it's like my photographer costs X. And so I can put that in the contract. So that's, that's easy. Mm-hmm. Or I'm like, okay, if I'm going to negotiate this, I'm going to give you a percentage of what I'm going to get. And so, but it's, it's people, it's a couple of people that I work with all the time. So they know, and they don't expect it. Mm-hmm. So they, I have some really good, good, good people that, that do that for me. And, and then like other times they're just like, all right, how are you going to charge me for this outfit? I need to get this shot, you know, and then I have to do it. But you know, it's, it's interesting. So, so you would, so you would, cause you're, you're when it comes to like how much, how you approach the situation, I guess these two big brands for the example, you know, you have to get the brand deal and I guess you negotiate price or whatever there it's, it's in their park when you come to them. So you're like, right. It's, it's, you have to like, for me, I was like, why do I want to work with this brand? Why, why is it because I want the clothes? Is it because I want that? I want this and that. Like now it's not so much because I mean, I have, I have clothes. Well, I think it's because so, you because it aligns with your aesthetic, but also because you so, want to show it to your audience. Right, exactly. And, and you, so you, you have this dilemma, you know, and I'm still guilty of it. I still wear the same stuff all the time because I like that the most. But, you know, you always have to think about, all right, if, can I put this on my Instagram? I wear this, I don't know. Like, well, it's also got to be like an achievement, like achievement yeah. unlocked. Like I got the Reebok brand deal. <laughs> I, I got the Billy Reed brain deal. Like no, that. that's I don't, gotta I don't, feel nice. I don't think that's for me. That's not. Okay. I'm just like, all right, this is this my my approach is all right. If it's a new brand, if it's a new brand, it's the brands that I like. I want to show it on my blog, but I or I'm showing it on my Instagram. But I want to be the guy that's like, hey, look at this. I'm wearing this because it came from there. But I do have to do that because that's what some of the brands want, and that's always a struggle because you want to be authentic and like hear this, and they want to say. We have this, wear this. They kind of give you a script, I guess. Sometimes, sometimes. And that's that's always a back and forth thing. And there's some companies I won't work with anymore because I fought with them. Like, I would never say that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, that's where they would go to you for the ad, but then be like, hey, say this. Like, so, try, like, you know, so that's, that's, that's always part of it. You know, sometimes if it's... If, if it's, if it aligns with what I would say, then that's fine. Mm-hmm. But for me, I'm more of, um, all right, I'm going to an event or I'm doing this and this is what I'm going to wear for it. And this is why, and here's a little bit more. And then, then I might be like, okay, the brand is this, 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 and this. So uh, I'm about to do some stuff for some events that are coming up and, you know, events I, in DC. Uh-huh, I want to be, I'd, I'd like to be dressed for them. And then, and so for me, so I'm, will you approach your brands and be like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to some events. Can you outfit me kind of thing? Um, it's both ways. Okay. So some both ways, some not, you know, um, I have something coming up on Friday and I didn't reach out in time. And I'm just like, God, Damn. this would be perfect. Damn. You know, I'll just pull something. But, you know, it's so, it, again, my approach is, all right, I'm going to showcase what you're going to wear if you're, if you're going to this situation. So, for instance, uh, I don't know. Let's Are you say, at a point where you don't have to buy clothes anymore? 
no, I just bought some shoes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do really like clothes, so there's that. But like, um, but for the most part, like, could you dress yourself with everything? It just with just brands like that you've gotten deals with. I'm looking at what I have on now. I I don't think I paid for anything that I have on today. How about the watch? Uh. Uh-uh. Damn. And I love this watch. I love this. What is watch. it? It's it's a, it's a Chronoby. It's a smart connected watch. You hear that? He's not wearing a Jord watch. <laughs> oh, good God! I have not done that. They've asked me, but no. I, I like this watch. I was just That's like, very nice. Because I wanted a, I, I, I have an Apple watch that I never wear. Bro, I, I don't like, get those things. I like to see like time. I like to see the time. That, looks, that looks way better. I feel like so, with an Apple watch, you're just getting yeah. a text message twice. So this will buzz if I get a text message. This is it's a buzz if I, if I get a phone call. But it, it there's buzzes. no like LED. It's just like a, it looks like a time, a time a piece. And so it'll, it'll buzz when I hit my 10,000 steps, which I oh, never do. Oh, that's slick. That's so, really slick because yeah. it looks like a normal watch, yeah, but it really it is. Do it really that. is. So, like all of these things, like do different things. Like one of them to stop hand. One of them, if it's but it doesn't look work. like a smartwatch, which is so. Like when I do this, if I lose my phone, what I can find my phone. So this is not like a brain deal. I'm just getting my mind blown, guys. <laughs> all right, Jesus. Can't but it's a great, it's a great watch. That's and, cool. And so, like for me, I'm not about. Um, a lot of people come to me and like, oh, where'd you get this suit? And I can refer to them like certain places, and and that's one thing. But you seem to wear a lot of suits. Because uh, I like suits. And Do you know Greg Michael? Like, huh? Do you know Gregory Michael? The name? Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he was he was the last guest I had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually done some stuff with because oh, that's, that's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they dressed me for a couple events. They dressed me for the Preakness last year. They dressed me for the Rammies. Did you work directly with him? Um, for some stuff, yeah, pretty much. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So like, Stitcher reached out to me, and I'm like, hey, hey, let's do this. They dressed me for they dressed me for the Washingtonian style setter. They dressed mm. me for a lot of things. So you know, they they've been really good. Dude, but he I, knows so much. He's he's see, and that's my thing. I'm like, I am not. But that's I, his, that's his expertise, though. You, you will never I know as much as that claimed, guy. Claimed, you know, there's people that write about like if you look at some of the, even if you look at some of the bloggers around town and their style and what they post and what they talk about. The, there's some that's like, all right, here's this jacket. It's made of this, blah blah blah, and here's the lapels. I'm like, I don't know what that. But that's that but that's means. not your field. You're not just like I'm a just suit like, wear blogger. For him, that's his domain. I mean, so know, it's like, it makes are, sense. And, for and him. every once in a while, I might try to put some of that stuff in there. But I'm just like, all right, here's what I have, and this is what this, and it's. I'm either going to tell you about why I wore it someplace or it just happens to be this is what I wore when I went someplace. So there's always going to be like maybe like when I travel, um, I made this joke. I, I went on this travel press trip. I, I was in Slovenia and I um, I just went and I honestly didn't know. Like half the time, I'm like, I don't know what we're standing next to. I don't know <laughs> what this is, but I wore this. And, <laughs> but, I don't know what this, this, this national monument is. I don't is, know what this haystack is, but this is what it is. But I, then I would say, okay, this is what I wore. And this is, and then I also wrote, okay, actually the haystack is what it is. Was it, it a page trip to Sylvania? Um, pretty much. Yeah. Damn. Um, so, uh, Living a, life, dude. so basically I would say, all right, okay, here I am. And we're by this fortress. It's not a castle. It's, it's, you know, and, and I would, and there's so, so in some cases it's about the Wait, why, why did they pay you to be in Sylvania? So they didn't, I was a plus one. Oh, so I nice. didn't have, so I didn't get, I didn't physically get, you know, extra cash, but I didn't have to pay for anything. Dang. So, but. So who um, pimped you out to go to Slovenia? Hmm? Who pimped you out to go to Slovenia? Uh, it must be someone bigger than you, right? No, it's just like, you know, a lot of, a lot of bloggers get, I mean, get these trips. It's trips. It's because you are going to do something for them. So, oh, okay. um, you know, it's just, I went on a cruise, you know, I 
I'm going to, I'm going to write about the cruise. I'm going to post about being on the cruise. Um, and I, I have some stuff I'm doing for celebrity cruises. So they, they put a whole bunch of bloggers on, on a boat and made it very Instagram friendly. And that so would be like, the most extra so, cruise I could ever imagine. Holy dude, cow. Dude, I got up. I mean, it was a three day cruise. So it's like up and back, you don't do anything. I met this one girl. She, we were up at, I want to say like six in the morning because the lighting was good. Taking pictures. Oh yeah. Especially in the and water. Every, and there's certain places on that ship that were pretty iconic that you would want to be shot at. Was this a carnival ship or what kind the, of ship? Uh, celebrity. Okay. And, um, it, you know, everybody's like trying to get their pictures there. This girl, she changed seven times to get all, I was just like, look, I got three in the morning and I'm out. She had <sighs> seven. She's probably still on that cruise. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's taking she, a photo right now. But, but, you know, and, and, and you walking around and there was, there was a lot of, there was a lot of influencers on there all doing that same stuff. But, you know, the idea is. There's there's two components I I think there's there's the education part like getting people if that follow you to learn about something especially with a new brand or it's a brand that doesn't get a lot of attention so you can give out the education you can recommend it you can do your own recommendation recommendations then there's also the the sales component you know it's like I'm wearing this jacket go buy this jacket but in your own words to like it's like ah oh, Barnett has that jacket I need to go buy it and so that's what so you consider yourself like some part of a you're almost a salesman in a weird way well you're kind of so like some brands are looking at that they're looking to see like are, am I going to convert into sales so mm-hmm. you know like if you're going to get a brand deal that's what you kind of look at and I don't Do you present your conversion rates to them um, I don't, a lot of times I don't know because okay. like, if they give if they've given me a link I don't know what what, mm-hmm. what they say and, and but I I don't for me, I don't think of myself as trying to push sales. I'm more of an education thing or mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, I saw Barnett in that suit by, from Stitched. Uh, maybe I'll go to Stitch and check it out. So one, the person may or may not buy something, but at least now that store is in their mind to like go there to look at it. Which is and weird because you can't measure that. So, you can only measure the impression. So, you know, I hear people say, uh, I, well, I know like for the Stitch, I wore something and I've seen a couple people with that exact same suit. Nice. And one of them told me he got it because he saw me in that, in that. Dude, that's magazine. awesome. That, that's the whole point you do. So, it. That's awesome. but like, I can't physically convert that cause they didn't necessarily click my link and go, they went in the store and bought it. Um, but like I can track one time I got a pair of Timberland boots. These boots were amazing. And I put it on my Instagram post and I have a link, you know, cause mm-hmm. I monetize some of my links and I woke up one morning and, and dudes don't convert like women do. And, um, I was like, wow, I have all this money in my account. I never... How much did you make from it? Like, not a whole like lot. Like, roughly, but I'm just Not curious. a whole lot. I, like I a thousand? Like, no, I don't make that much money off of those clicks and stuff like that. Like 500 that. bucks? Trust me, it's not that... Tell me... It, dude, this it, is free money. I'm so curious. Come on, dude. You're making money off of the like, internet. I mean, it's, maybe, it's so, me, maybe me, like, 100, 200 bucks dude, off of it. But that's, so, that's, that's like, a lot but to it's, someone, It's dude. weird. It's just like... Because I... Like, trust me, I don't make... Like, for those clicks, very rarely make any money. But you like, believed in the product, I guess. So I was just like... Yeah. I really liked them. They're really cool. And I... And I, I... Like, out of a fluke, I had gotten them at a gifting lounge. We had gone to, like, a Timberland gifting lounge. And <laughs> I was like... All right, these boots are cool. I'm gonna change what I'm gonna wear. It was during fashion week. I'm gonna change what I look. And then we shot them and I posted them like the next day. And I was just like, oh, let me put this in my like my little affiliate link. Mm-hmm. And I woke up and I was just like, oh my God, I sold like 10 pairs all of a sudden. You know, it's just like, Damn. wow, that's kind of cool. You know, for some girls, if you put it up, if you put it up, they'll sell like hundreds. And there's a couple okay. brands, a couple agencies that you work with they're like all right we want you to put up some links in your post and you can do that it's no big deal you know you if you just 
write your post and say, here's some stuff. And they'll tell you, it's like for the women that like don't use anything that's on sale because it'll sell out too fast. For some people have that uh, kind of influence. I don't think I have that kind of influence. But women, people, women tend to typically shop more than men do. I think guys will look and say, oh, where'd you get that suit from? And, and if I need a suit, like a lot of people don't need a suit every day. They're like, here you go. So for me, I'm like, okay, I'm going to present high stuff, low stuff. Um, you know, just, you know, I have a passion for suits that I can't afford, but you know, who do we all, then I have some that are accessible and I'll tell you, and you know, I, um, I, I have a suit that didn't quite really work out. So I haven't really posted anything. I posted like one picture, but it's, it didn't work out. Um, it's, it's one of those measure yourself and stuff like that. And it's way too big. And it's Ugh. just like, eh, so now Greg, Greg is, is cringing in his boots right now. <laughs> his, his pompadour just, just tilted oh to the God. left when he heard that, it's, you know, so, you know, but the other thing is for some of the brands that people don't have good experiences, I do because people know who I am. Mm. So uh, I'm just like, okay, this is what, exactly what you need to do. And I'll tell you how to do that. So you can get the best experience because at some of, some of, some of the brands, you know, you can get a great deal if you can get it, get it right. Where do you yeah. think you rank on like the blogger ladder in DC? Because from, from my knowledge and the bloggers that are under you, like people that you've mentored that I know personally, um, they all point to you. Yeah. Well, that's, that's cool. Is there anyone you point to in DC? I, I, I think for different things. I mean, I think like for photography, you know, if you look at like O'Neill, the creative gentleman, his stuff is amazing. He can photograph like nobody's business. He does it himself too, right? I mean, I mean, like if you look at his photography, it's, it's just, it's just, it's just really cool. Um, I'm leaving here today to go support my buddy, Corey, you know, to hosting an event at, at on Nordstrom's, he's killing it, you know. So like it's Corey, stuff like uh, the, the underscore fashionable underscore man or something like that. Oh I think god, that name kills me. Yeah, Corey, you need to rebrand. <laughs> well, he can. He's because because there's another guy I know. I know he follows me because he sends me texts all the time. He's the fashionable man. So you know you got to grab those names. But you know he's killing it. I mean, there's there's a lot of a lot yeah. Of but people. these aren't dudes you point to. These are dudes kind of under you. No, I still point to their stuff. Really? You can learn. You can learn. I can learn from everybody. Am I am I wrong? to assume just by clout level like follower um, score like follower amounts that you can't point to them like creative gentleman only has like twelve thousand. you have like fifty thousand, dude i got twenty thousand barely oh. that you should you should, you should let me fl- say that 50 but 20 yeah. that's insane well if that's- everybody's listening you know i get all your fifty thousand podcast followers to like follow the dc fashion fool you know that you'd be very uh, surprised people listen to this i believe you i believe you have them all follow me i want to see the numbers like rise and in, in, you're in gonna follow week. them back uh, I can't really <laughs> No, I learned, I learned real quick, you know, you, um, so one of my assignments when I was, um, writing for these publications was to identify in Instagrammers who had under 10,000 followers. You mean, wait, what? Instagrammers who were up and coming that had guys oh, okay. who had under okay. 10,000 followers. So, um, a cool thing about that assignment is, somehow the cool Instagram to follow, follow a lot of them are your friends. So, you know, you know what I mean? So a lot of them popped up in there and then this is one guy. Um, he had at the time he had like 9,900 and something. I met him in fashion week. Super nice guy. Stuff is amazing. A year later, he's like at 25,000. Now Damn. he's at like 40 some thousand. He is absolutely blowing up in New he's York. Amazing. Though? Yeah. Greatest guy. What's nicest his name? Guy. 
I G I G I G A four. Wait, what? I G E E A O F O R. I think I spelled it right. What does he do? That's so um, insane. He's an influencer. His stuff is great. He's a nice guy. He's does he have like a twelve pack? Is that what it is? Uh, um, he's 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 a, he's a good looking dude. I mean, I don't think he has. A, I I mean, I don't know. But um, and I don't think that's necessarily the case because if you follow people like notoriously dapper. Who's who, who talk, who's who's a, who's talks about body positivity? He's a bigger dude. He's got forty seven thousand followers. Wow. So you know, I think a lot of it is um, finding people that that look like you or have your kind of thing. I mean, everybody wants to you know everybody follows I am Gala you know because he's like you know he's got millions of followers. I am Gala. He's <laughs> like the like the the first. You know what I mean? He, he's the OG OG of, of, of his name men's is Adam too. <laughs> the, the, he's the OG OG of men's oh, body. Yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What made him that? He was the first, you know. Like the first recognizable? Probably, pretty much, yeah. So oh. yeah, he's you know, like you follow like people like that, but like so there's I think there's Two types of people people follow. People follow like celebrities, the big IG people, you know, like that because, you know, it's like aspirational thing. And then there's, they follow people that for some reason they connect with or looks like them, you know. Um, I want to see how something looks on Barnett versus Mm -hmm. on something, on somebody, you know, how it looks on LeBron James who's, you know, you know what I mean? So I think there's, there's a lot of that too. People like to see you know, it's, it's that real person behind it too. So, is your audience mostly dudes? Um, it's fifty one percent dudes. Uh huh. But a lot That's of a lot of females. A, a lot of females is like, oh, my boyfriend. My like a lot of the women's like, um, I make my boyfriend follow you. I make I follow him for him or my husband and stuff like oh, that. Wow. So I get I I I get a lot of that. You know, because a lot of a lot of a lot of couples. Um, you know. The, the wife or the girlfriend is buying a lot of that stuff. So they're just like, why can't I heard of this all the time? It's like, why doesn't he dress like you? I'm like, I don't know. I just throw this stuff on and well, kind of go. It's so. a part of who you are. So, you know, so that's, that's that I, I, I'm aware of that. So, you do know, do you think you live, live a pretty crazy lifestyle? Like, do you think that like compared to normal person, what you do is pretty, pretty different? Like, do you realize that? Um, no, cause I'm on the home, I'm at home watching Netflix like everybody else. I mean, yeah, but you're also at like five events during the week, sipping champagne with like governor Arnold. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most no. people aren't at these, of uh, these galas, like getting free food from the hottest restaurants uh, and drinking for free, no, like four I times mean, a night. I think, uh, you know, free cruises. Come on, it's, dude. It, it's, it's, you know, Sylvania. everybody looks at you. It's so unrealistic, you know. Think about Fire Festival. <laughs> You're the second person to bring. Think that about up. that. I mean, I mean, I mean. Look on your wall over there. Look at those pictures. You can't tell me that every single one of those pictures is not photoshopped. Um, every single one of those pictures. Yeah, every single is. picture of that is photoshopped. He's looking at a bunch of like Chanel, Gucci ads, some editorials, and Alexander McQueen ad. Not one of those pictures went up natural. <sighs> not one I can I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue semantics but you're right 99.9% of those have been. so you know if you're looking at Instagram Instagram is the exact same way mm-hmm. you know people if the influencers that are serious about what they're doing their stuff is really really curated I mean there's a handful that are like but isn't I, that the point it's all highlights though like the point is to present this highlighted uh, curated thing that makes you seem larger than life like it's all you're trying to it's like you're trying to create your own like micro celebrity i think yes and no i think there's a couple of people that are like all right i don't care i'm gonna mm-hmm. and i'm gonna pose, put up anything 
But I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's really curated. I'm, you know, people are like, uh, can I take a picture? Uh, one of my friends, he's like, people are like, can I take a picture and put it up on my Instagram? He's like, well, let me see it first. And with you? No, not with me. This is what he, you know, that's how he kind of operates. But, you know, you're kind of curated. And I, think, I, know, I noticed that you don't ever go vulnerable on your post. What do you mean? I do occasionally. Mm. I do occasionally. You know, it depends on what I'm posting about. I feel know? like a lot of bloggers don't. Like a I lot mean, of influencers never kind of get like raw or real with you. I I, I just I, unless they're the feminists with hairy armpits, they do that shit all the time. <laughs> For, I don't know. I don't know why they want to tell me about their period timings, but uh, like, yeah. but they're hilarious. Uh, you know, it's just like I'm going to talk about what I don't know. I think that it's affecting me at time. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, so I'm about to do some stuff on men's skincare. So it's, it's in, and you know, the issues that I have with, uh, with my skin and talk about that stuff. And I do, do some stuff, you know, yeah. Like how vulnerable all, is that? Though? Uh, it's pretty vulnerable. It's I pretty, guess me for you. Yeah. It's like, I know it's, it's like, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, I'm trying to be, have you ever talked about like your mom dying and I don't know, I'm, I'm just saying like, um, like your dog dying or anything. Like, I talked like, about like my dad. Like that. Yeah. I talked about my dad. Oh, um, yeah. So like my dad passed in 2015 and 14, I think is what, and, um, That's some real you know, shit. I wrote about, uh, you know, I don't, you know, in all honesty, people, are looking at pictures on your Instagram. So it's not necessarily, they're not going to necessarily, you know, read all of that stuff. So put up a picture, maybe wrote a sentence and everything was on my blog. It's like, this is uh, why my dad was, why he was really important to me. Yeah. I've done it a couple of times. Um, I did it, I think for Father's Day last year, the year before. And then like um, when he did pass, you know, I, I put a picture and like how his influence influenced me and stuff like that. So yeah, I do do that. Um, you know, on certain things, but, you know, I think for some people, you know, um, I, I can tell you last year when they did, um, I'm not a tourist. I live here. The Washingtonian ad that caused all that problem. That's when I got a lot of people that hate me now. Really? Um, oh, wait, I saw you in that. You were in like a floral backdrop, right? No, I was in, um, I was, it was well, taken right outside of um, God. What I live across the street. From it doesn't matter. But why, why did that? Why did the article generate so much flack for everyone? Well, because of the people that they use, because of the, the ethnicity of the people that they use. Was it all white um, people? Pretty much. Um, Diego did it, but and he took his picture down and then put it back up. But um, yeah, it was very interesting. And the Washingtonian did it. But uh-huh. the thing is, the Washingtonian. Come on, that's not their audience. Their audience is like the upper class white people in DC. But there's upper class black people in DC too. So That's true. That's so very true. So I originally uh, Diego told me he was putting the picture up. So I knew he was putting it up and I was like he said, "Oh, they asked some influencers around to put the picture up." I'm like, "Well, they didn't ask me, but you know, that's a function of do they know you? It's a function of there's a lot of functions that go Wait, so it. so it was a fact because they only asked the white people to do it. So they the originally they said they had a group of, I don't know how many, a group of a certain group that they were going to use. And then they were reaching out to a second set. And then, so that makes me think, wow, second tier, second set. Ooh, no one wants to hear that. So, but I say that because I saw Diego did it. I saw his picture and I commented and I said, oh, it'd be nice to do it. And then they reached out to me after I commented on his picture and not to get me wrong. Cause I love the Washingtonian and I've done some stuff with them, but, um, 
I said, well, that's interesting. And so then all of a sudden I get this, but put your picture up, put your picture up. I'm like, well, first of all, I got to take the picture. I got to wait for the shirt to arrive. I might not like the picture. I'm picky about what I put up. Oh, so the and shirt says, it says. It says, I'm not a tourist. I live here. It's, I think I, I left it up. So I, it was, you know, to encourage people to subscribe. So, who, to is who is um, mad? Who is mad? Uh, the black community was mad. Mm-hmm. A lot of, pe- um, a lot of people were mad. So I, when I talked to them, I said, I'll put up the picture, but I'm not going to put it up as an advertisement for subscribing to the Washingtonian. And, and, and I put up why I put it up. I mean, cause I mean, I grew up with the Washingtonian. I live here. I'm from Washington. And so I did put it up, but I can see the other point of why not putting it up and I'm sure I'll still get some more hate stuff for even talking about it but um no I think it's good to talk know, about so it's 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 very interesting you know you can't I think do you but do you think that the Washington actually did that because it was racially fueled or do you think it just happened to end up that way oh no um I think th- when they put it up, I think it was a mistake how they how they like they didn't pay attention marketed the campaign. But you have to think about when a campaign goes up anywhere, like you know, like you see the flag that's been happening with Balenciaga and Gucci and all that stuff about cultural insensitivity. Dude, that stuff pisses me off. So, but you have to think about that. Think about that for a second. Um, somebody comes up with a campaign. They do it, whatever. Somebody has to sign off on it. Somebody has to look at it. So yeah, okay, you know. okay. You want you want to talk about the Gucci stuff in the real quick and product <laughs> stuff? Ahead, we can, we ahead, can talk about ahead. that. And we'll go back to watch Tony thing. Go ahead. Okay, I do think it was insensitive. The Gucci blackface and the Prada new snack, or sorry, Burberry new snack, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I also share that idea that they are not American. They don't share American values, so they don't have the same culture that we do. So I don't. I don't think that. You know, yes, I could see how people are offended 100%. I could see how it looks like that cartoon. I can see how people are like, you know, I'm offended, take this shit down, burn your Gucci. Like, I get it. But at the same time, I think that these are uh, companies from across the world, from European countries or wherever they are, I forget where Gucci's based out of, um, and they don't have the same racial background that we have. So I think when they made that turtleneck, I think they made it and it was maybe like an evolution because if you look at other pieces, they kind of have like that smiley face on it. I think when they made that piece, it, it was like, and you're, you're kind of smirking. No. What, see, you, you, you I, actually think, you, I, no, 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 you actually think Gucci made that to be mean. I don't know if they, they made it to be mean, but I think that it's, it's very insensitive. I think that you're in a global society. So regardless of wherever you are, you know, if, if, if your audience, if, you know, the U S or, you know, African-Americans or whatever is going to be part of your, your market that you want to sell to, you have to look at all of that stuff. You can't just be insular anymore. And so it's just think about, uh, look at Dolce Gabbana with their, their, the, the, um, Asian ads that they Oh did. my God. So well, that, you know was, I mean? that, that, but that was, he, he said was, some messed up things. In well, those yeah, that was messed, messed up. Messed the whole campaign stuff. was messed up. Like so, that was, that was bad. So it's stuff like that, that you have to like, but, yeah. but I guess the other side of the way I look at that sometimes is I get the insensitivity, but how can you go around thinking that everything you do has to equally represent everyone? That's how, how can you, you can't, that's, that, it seems, doesn't. that seems, that seems so hard to do. Like it doesn't, but I think that you to, to, to have a campaign and be like, Oh, for everything we do, it has to equally represent whites and blacks and minorities no, and, I don't, and, I don't necess- and intersexual feminists and all this stuff. It's like, I don't, I don't think it has to, but then there's also the expectation. Then you have to rem- know that if, if people don't feel represented, represented, they're not going to buy your product mm-hmm. and people have, 
the they can say, hey, I'm not going to do this, and this is why, and that that in turn can spark a lot of people say, hey, I'm not going to do it either. So, I mean, people are free to do whatever they want. Of course, they're going to do whatever they want. So, um, but and and, and if you're going to do that and then that's okay, but mm-hmm. just recognize that there's going to be people, people that, that don't like it, don't like it. And I will say that, like, you know, one of the things I kind of look at first, like, okay, if, if, if um, I don't know, let's say, and I'm not saying they do or they're not, let's say like a J crew magazine comes through, like their spring catalog comes through. I'm going to go look through it. I look for diversity in the magazine. I'm like, if mm. they don't, if there's no diversity, I'm just like, uh, now I say that because that's actually something you're like, I'm consciously consciously aware of. of I'm always consciously really? aware I, of. Really, I can't. I can't it's, say the same for myself. I always look at now. That's not to say that if that J Crew flyer that came out, they only used two models. I mean, they used a man and a woman for their thing. That's different. But if they have a whole bunch of looks and a whole a bunch of people, they are, um, and it's all you know, representative of one class of people. Then that sort of says something, whether consciously or unconsciously, that they did it. But in my head, it's like. Mm, well, you know what I mean? So I, I think about that. Um, oh. I went to an event Wednesday night, Thursday night, I don't know, one of the nights this week. And I, and I looked around and I was the only person of color there. And Whoa. I was just like, huh, that's do you, interesting. Do you think that was on purpose or do you think it's because there are no African-American bloggers or? No, I think, I think part of the problem is, and this is, this is what happens. Like the people that are making the list have a, a pool of people that they go to. Maybe they might have to start with their friends or they best their friends who they follow or who they look at. And there's always, there's always like, Oh, I didn't think to look at so-and-so or so-and-so because, uh, because that's not what I know. So I get it because, because, they might be white or whatever it is. They, they just, reach out they to what's just, familiar to them or to who so, they know, and that's their circle. And so, so by the time that they say, I need 50 people, they hit that 50 people. They're like, mm. oh, I didn't look at Barnett. I didn't look at, like, you know, um, Anchi, who's, you know. Let's, I didn't go, look let's at, go back to the Washingtonian yeah. thing real quick because I, I think that's kind of important to talk about um, because in that case, the you know, D.C. is mostly colored people. When you, well, really, <laughs> when you really think about it, like the real people that like, like DC was called I, I, chocolate city, dude. Right. It's, 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 it's diverse. Yeah. But you know, it's also, I still think in a lot of ways it's segregated. It's a lot of, you know, and I, and I think for good and for bad, mm-hmm. I think, I think, um, some people think we should be separated. Some people don't. And so right, you know, how can it be segregated for good? You know, um, and a chance to get opportunities that otherwise not might not come their way. You know, I think some people look at it that way. Um, I, I think that it's important to support people that support you. So I think that, you know, you have to look, you kind of have to look at everything. Mm. You have to, you have to, you have to look at, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, unfortunately for DC, if you're looking at like clothing and stuff, there's not a whole lot of, you know, stuff isn't really, I mean, there's some people that are doing some stuff, but not on like a, like a mass market scale, like, I don't know, like a Gucci or like even H and M or stuff. stuff. And H and M is, you know, another big people that do a lot of stuff. We won't forget that one. Um, so, but you know, there's, we don't have, I mean, like I said, there's some people that are doing some stuff, but they're, they're not huge and like nationwide stuff things like that. So where do people go? They're not based out of here. You know, so part of the thing is, you know, what I look for is if there are some brands and stuff that have that stuff, I, you know, if it fits my aesthetic, my aesthetic is weird. I like a lot of people don't like what I wear. A lot of people do, 
but it's what it's what I choose to showcase. You know, this I'm confused what you're getting at though. So I'm I'm saying that, you know, if I think that I look at I look at I look I look for diversity. I do look at that. I'm like I'm like I say, but I also am looking for stuff that appeals to me. And so I have to make an effort. I'm like, if I'm going to wear something that's controversial or something that's, I, there's a reason. Are you why. saying that white driven products appeal to you more than? No, no, not necessarily. Okay. Not necessarily. I'm, I'm trying not to like. Not necessarily. Um, I mean, don't, like I said, you know, Tom Ford wants to dress me. I'll wear his stuff every day, every day. But, you know, I, I, I you know, I like that. I like that look. Mm. Um, I was watching, uh, don't kill me. I was watching dynasty and, um, I don't even know what that is the, the TV show. And one of the characters had on this amazing, amazing suit. It's like African print. And, um, I am one of those people that watch the television that looks at the clothes and then mm. I'll Google like where they get stuff. And there's a website that says, all right, so-and-so from this show, oh, wore whoa, this, wore that. Oh, yeah. who wore that? Has I think to be, of course, right? So like, and so I, uh, he, they, they had that suit and I Googled the hell out of this. And I reached out to them. It's this woman who's from somewhere in Africa, but lives in England. She designs, you know, her clothes have like, um, kind of like, um, an African print vibe. And this stuff is really cool. I I'm, you know, I love to work with her. So I was just like, that's that's like that would be one of those ones like yeah I got so that. you reached out to her of course did, of did course. it work out uh, I haven't heard back yet okay. so but like I'm just like yeah I mean I mean people might not like it but it was something that appealed to me I just like I like that mm. you know so you know you see that you, you I I look at what everybody's wearing I look at I like what they're showing you know you know I look at like empires and other, I I look at what the clothes that they're wearing you know a lot you of seriously stuff. love fashion like you like you're actually thinking what they're wearing, how they're dressed, who made that. Like, I want to know Dude, it. Dude, let me tell you, when I went to see, what was it? One of the um, James Bond movies. Yeah. Um, I went with like three of my friends and they were kicking me the whole time. I'm like, like, dude, did you see that suit he's wearing? I'm like, Just ask holy Greg. crap, that suit. I, I knew exactly what it was. I'm like, look at those boots. You know, oh, they're dude, just you, like. You got to uh, think like to dress James Bond, that has to be the best. I was just like, God, look at those clothes. Look at that. And I went home and I Googled all that stuff. I'm like, I just want to know. He's wearing some nice shit. You know, so you just, you just look at that. You can just kind of tell, you know, um, I remember sitting and watching the sixth sense, um, that movie and I'm like, he's dead. Oh, spoiler alert. (laughs) But, um, um, and, and like, how did you figure it out? I'm like, he hasn't changed clothes the entire movie. And it's just something that, that I always say, I'm like, Oh, they've had that on. You know, I, I, I tend to notice that where other people wouldn't, but that's just kind of what I get. I'm going to switch gears here a little bit. Uh, what do you think is like the current state of like blogging and influencing in general in, in Washington, DC? Like, are we getting closer to competing with New York? Are we getting some more recognition? Does it still need a lot of help? I know you kind of touched on it a little bit and like, it seems like something you're very driven to do, you know, shine some light on it. I don't know. I think one of the things is people always see New York or LA as like, I need to go there. I need to be there. Mm -hmm. And I don't necessarily feel that that's the case. Really? Um, No, I think that there are a lot of, even though they're not a lot of big brands here in DC, there's a lot you can work with. There's a lot you can make your own influence. There's a lot of people that are, that are newer and you can showcase that, you know, I mean, if you think about those larger markets, you know, there's thousands of people that do the same thing. So what sets you apart unless you're like 
the best looking or you best. I don't know. I, I just think it's so much harder. So why not be so a, like the blogging market's like oversaturated? Yeah, in a place I think like it New can York. be. Uh, I have a friend in North Carolina. He's like, dude, I'm the only guy. They send me everything for all the time. I get it. And he, he's like, killing it. He, and I mean, his stuff is good and he, and he's hilarious and, 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 you know, but, um, so I was just like, okay, so why don't we take a look at both aspects, you know, whether you're not the only person, or you, you're not overly saturated and then build a community of people together. I, I think there's a lot of growth and there's a lot of potential. So, um, so you're saying that DC? Oh, yeah. someone could start their thing tomorrow. I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, so you're saying it might be like a waste of time. I don't know. I mean, if it's, if it's your passion, then I say do it. But I, I think that there's so much stuff that goes behind posting a picture besides just posting a picture. So, I mean, let's say you post a picture, the best picture you ever did. It's amazing photography. It's everything. And, and like, who's going to see it? How, how's that going to get seen? I mean, mm. I mean, unless it's the egg, <laughs> you know, but, um, so it, it's hard. Do you break through all that noise? That's a hard thing. How do you break so, through on Instagram as an influencer? So, I mean, you know, there's all those games that people do that. that How do you do it? stuff between follow and unfollow, which I, I don't do. Oh God. Follow and follow is the main uh, of my existence, dude. I used to be, I, I'm still against that. I hate people uh, to do that. It's just, this is ridiculous. So I, 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 I will honestly say it. So, um, when I first started, and I started getting numbers and it was growing. I'm like, I just want to hit 10,000. I'm like, I'm not going to buy followers. So I, I didn't. Look, I respect the hustle. I, I do respect yeah. the hustle. But at the same time, I hate it. No, I did. I, I got this company that did the follow and unfollow stuff. And and I did it for like a month. I'm like, all right, I got a huge, huge numbers. I hit the 10,000 mark. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this is great. But then I like to kind of look at my feed. And I'm just like, oh, my God, I would never follow this. I don't like this. I, and like. I just don't want to do that. And so then it took me like, I don't know, maybe two months to get them to stop. I'm like, look, I don't want to pay for it. I don't want to do it. I just don't like it. They're like, but you're getting followers. I'm like, yeah, but they're following and unfollowing. It's just not. Yeah, it's interesting that you actually like said that you did that. Like it was, yeah. was that, was that at a time when it was kind of like, okay, before it was really shunned upon or something? I was probably shunned upon then, but you know, I was just trying to get my numbers up. And, yeah. You know, I think there's a lot of ways that if people are doing it, they'll never ever admit it. I mean, you look at some of these pictures and I'm just like, how is this picture getting this much activity? It's that picture's not that good. My picture's, am and of course I'm like, my picture's amazing. It should be getting like millions of likes, but you know, that's just not the case. So how do you break through? You know, you're using those hashtag strategies, you're using all that stuff, but still. How do you just, think you break through these days through all the noise? Um, you know, uh, it's getting your, it's getting eyes on it. So, you know, I do do like a couple of engagement pods, you know, I try that, you know, have people. So like some, get some looks at it right away. What's, so, an, what's an engagement pod? So you have your, you, you post up a picture and you know, they, they say, you know, you know, the infamous they, you know, if, if, if you get eyes on your picture right away and likes and, and comments and stuff like that, it forces the algorithm, the, you know, the, the mystery mm, algorithm to yeah. get that picture up and it, it, it'll promote it you more and more. So, feeds. so like that, um, um, I do that. I look at, I try to look at my feed and who I'm looking at, who's liking my stuff. And I kind of like look at theirs and, you know, see what you, they're doing. Mm -hmm, I mean, but I can't follow, I, I don't, I just can't follow. If I have 20,000 followers, I can't follow 20,000 people. I follow yeah. the ones that are, that I, that I like, or like I've kind of built a personal relationship with. I mean, I still have some that I probably should remove, but I'm also lazy. So I've been hearing a lot of complaints about like people are saying that the organic reach and in Instagram is declining. How do you feel about that? 
I think I think it is. I think it's 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 hard. I mean, you know, people. I don't even think a lot of times people aren't even reading what you post. I mean, I see sometimes I when I write my comments because I try to be thoughtful about my comments, and you know, my comment might be. I don't know, today is National Something Day and we're looking at this and the comment, I'm like, cool outfit, dude. You know what I mean? So you know they're not, you know they're not reading it yeah. versus, versus like, oh, I hear what you're saying and stuff like that. So I try to put some thought in, but then you, other people, you know, they're going to post a picture and it's going to be some quote of the day, which just annoys me sometimes. Uh, it's all just like, like altruistic and like, and I'm just like, be kind everybody. And then it's a picture of the, you know, like it's a picture of a girl in a bikini. You know what I mean? I'm just like, what are you saying? What are you, you know, it's, it's that, you know, that thirsty picture, you mm-hmm. know? And so, I, which I, works. It does work. Uh, you know, if I look like that, I my shirt would be off 24-7. And if I had some double Ds, I'd be rocking <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd be rocking them the 10K followers. <laughs> shit. Exactly. You know, so, but you have to, it's ultimately what you want to do out of it. My goal is that I just want to put out content that I think people are interested in and maybe teach here and there and maybe showcase a little bit of my stuff, you know, do a stupid Do you pay story. for a lot of promotions for your post? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Um, one, I can't afford it. And I'm like, why would I want to do that? I mean, I've done, you know, I've done some of those loop giveaway things, which are, which are interesting. I mean, but they'll fall off after time. I mean, I'm so not surprised like that like you've tried a lot of the things under the suns being <laughs> that you've been in it so long. Like when it first comes along, you're probably one of the first people to like, um, you know, be in like a pod where you're, where, you know, a bunch of people comment or like do the loop giveaways. Yeah. I mean, the girls do it all the time and you know, that shit looks like it works, yeah. but I, I guess the problem is, is that like, it, it, you get a bunch of followers that aren't necessarily real and care about you. Yeah. And then doesn't that affect like how brands perceive you? Or are they just, sure. I mean, you know, you've got, you got 40,000 followers, like you said earlier, yeah. 40,000 followers, you got three likes and a comment. Are brands measuring that? Um, the savvy ones are. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I did a campaign for, I don't know, like a razor or something like that. And like, do we want you in your our campaign? And it was, Basically for the razor, but for uh, some sort of um, um, store convenience store out in Ohio, mm-hmm. and I wrote him back. I'm like, I can't do it because we don't have these stores in in the DC area. And they're like, Oh yeah, but you're following. You have some following out here. They know exactly what my following Whoa. was. And and I knew why I had it because um, the bank that I work for has. Um, has branches out there. So I know everybody at work you, follows you, me. So. You didn't even know that. That's crazy. Well, I figured it, I figured that part. I'm like, well, why would it be in Ohio? But that, that makes sense. So um, did you do it? Yeah, I did it. Um, cause what they one, give you, uh, it was, it was a paid campaign. So it was a paid campaign to use their razor. Like five know? grand. <laughs> it was a million dollars. So, like between one and five grand. Uh, <laughs> we're, just, we're, just, good. we're just guesstimating here. Between one and five grand, sure. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I'd shave my ass with that razor, Jesus. Uh, I don't know. Like, I was probably not enough hair there anyways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Now I got that stupid image. On. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my girl did tell me I have a hairy butt. I was kind of uh, annoying. Let's not go some there. Some people like that. She might have liked it, so it could be good. What, what kind of razor is this again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but... It, I think sometimes no amount of money can make you endorse a product because mm. people will call, you know, people will call you out in really? a second. I did a, um, I did two campaigns that I'm not going to say one of them was for this, um, 
for this bag that I said here it was when I first started out. It was one of my first paid campaigns. I'm like, I'll do it for this much money. And at the time, I said, uh, I was like, oh, that's a lot of money for me. That'd be great. And yeah, I, oh, yeah. And, you and I didn't hear money, back from him. It was like the first time I was going to get money. And so I don't hear back from him. I'm like, oh, no big deal. You know, it was worth a shot. It was my first try. I didn't know what I was doing. And then maybe about a couple months later, like, yes. And they had sent money, like sent me a check. Mind you, I hadn't seen the product yet. So the product, it didn't, it wasn't my thing. And I was just like, but I want the cash. So I made it work. And a couple of people were like, you would never really carry this bag. You know? <laughs> so it's just the, like, the, it's they, like can see it. they call you back. And then I did another grooming product thing. Like, how does this really work? And I'm like, well, this is how it worked for me. And that's, uh, you know, and I said, and, and the company was a pain in the ass to work for. They're like, I shot a great artistic, you know, editorial picture. They wanted, they wanted something stupid, oh. you know, just like, uh, you know, and that's, that's the other thing. It's just like you have creativity, but sometimes it's not too much. Um, I shot something for Calvin Klein. Nice. And, um, they wanted me a picture of my underwear. I'm like, God, I don't want to do of that. Of course, it's Calvin Klein. They want that yeah, Bieber, they want but that my pick. picture was, and both of the pictures are up. My picture was me pulling my underwear up. So you see my legs. Mm. So it's really cool. They said it was too risque. And I'm just like, do, do you guys know what you show on a normal basis? <laughs> like Calvin Klein, are, are like, you serious? No, we want you. And if you look at the picture, it's like, we want a picture of you drinking coffee or juice in your kitchen. I'm like... First of all, I never do that. I'm like, I'm dressed when I come down the stairs. So, but, you know, I put that picture up because they paid me. Um, but, but like now I know, like, no, I'm not going to do so that. So like every, I imagine that every post you do and every event you go to, you're getting paid to be there. No, not all the time because sometimes you want to go to stuff. That's uh, true. Like, but I do look at what, you have to look at two things. So you get invited to some stuff and you and you get invited to a lot of things and not that I say that I do. Yeah, how, how do you differentiate? Like how many, um, like you look at like, so let's say there's a couple of events a night. You can't go to everything because you'll just wear yourself out. Mm -hmm. And then you have to think that if you say yes and don't show them, that's kind of disrespectful because of course you they, want to do that. they, you know, they, they budgeted for whatever, you know, either paying a caterer or whatever they're doing or, you know, stuff like that. So you have to think about like what, what are you getting out of it? Why do you want to attend? Is it something you really want to go to? So that's one thing. Um, you know, sometimes it's, it's to be paid to show up, which is fine. And that sounds great, and, by and, the way. And I'll do that. But you also have to, sometimes they're like, oh, we'd like you to come to this event. But if you come to this event, you have to put up an Instagram picture. You have to put up a story. You have to do this stuff. And I'm like, I don't know if it's an opening of a restaurant and I haven't tasted your food yet. If I like it, why would I, oh, why would I want to do that? If why am I, I going to validate you why, when I don't even like your shit? You know, so you kind of have to think about all that stuff. How many events do you go to in a week? Like Monday through Sunday, how many, like on a, it's like a normal amount of events you go to? Um, it depends on the week. So like last week, I think I went to like, I went to something every night except Friday. Yeah, and it was, were you going to multiple things at night too? Um, maybe a couple of them, I meant, maybe two, two, but usually now it's just one. And now I'm like, I know, trust me, I like, I like being home and watching my Netflix. You got to be built for that though. I, I don't think a lot of people realize that like, that's, that's some serious dedication dude. You're going out every night. I, so, I know I could not do that. So, bit. but I also build myself as like the guy around town, the man about DC. And I want to showcase the though. best things, the good things that are happening around DC. Mm. So I think there's a lot of things and I look at it as from two points of view. I look at it as one as a lot of people can't or don't have the ability to go do that. So like, why not they show what's happening in DC and always show DC in a positive light. And then, or it's because it's something that maybe people should go out and check out. And so 
Um, so that's kind of what I'm thinking. So like I'll, I'll have on my, whatever my, my suit or whatever, but, and this, I'm going to this event to just to check it out, to show like DC is fun. It's not all politics. It's not all, you know, like that acrimony that, that most people see. So if it's like, Oh, like this we can't dude, dress well either. We can't dress. And we're, we're all, we're all fighting over whether we're building a wall or not. You know, I don't, I don't get into a lot of politics and stuff like on my stuff because it's an Instagram I account. Don't so, you know, I'm going to show pictures and show fun events and people having fun and, you know, stuff like that. You know, I did, I did put, I, you know, for International Women's Day, I was at an event and I took a picture with some amazing women. We were having a ball. Post, and so yeah. I'm just like, okay, this is, a, this is, this is perfect for that. So, so it's stuff like that. And I think that kind of when I kind of almost like at, it's like your duty to do these things. Like, like you've taken it upon your shoulders, like, look, guys, like DC is not this gray, place that is just Donald Trump's like, hey, exactly. like home. It's like, no, it's like there's, there's the city's vibrant. There's things going on. Like it's not just, and it's also, it's also about supporting your friends too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of the events that I'll go to, I don't have any skin in the game. I'm going because I want to support a friend. So I'm going to one later today because nice. my, you know, my friend Corey's doing something at Nordstrom's and I want to go support him. Last night, my friend Chris did something because he did a pop-up. I'm like, you know, I was sitting on the couch and I'm like, I have to go support him. Uh, you know, it's a Friday. Friday is like, I'm staying home. I'm not going out. But you're also but that dude. You're built for that, man. You're built for socializing. Like, but I have to go and support. I want, I want, it's I want important. my friends to do well. I yeah. want, I want them. It means to a lot it. too. You know, it's just like, dude, you got this, you know, they're really excited. You know, like sometimes I can't go cause of stuff, but you know, if I can do it, my whole thing is if I can go support a friend, I'm going to go do it. You know, I just want I want people to succeed. So that's that's kind of my thing. I mean, so, that's yeah. the only way anyone DC is gonna come up is is the support. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like, you know, you can't be, especially if you're a DC person, you, you can't, you know, and you're pushing stuff in DC. You have to support your DC people. Hundred percent so. agree. Yep. No, I mean, I I want a lot for DC too, and a lot of times it, it's discouraging for me. And don't Why? worry, I'm looking at my notes just in case. Uh, <laughs> Why I are you discouraged? I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm in a different field than you, man. So like I, I'm in photography and I want to do fashion photography. Like I want to work with big brands and stuff. So for me, it's easy to get discouraged, but there is a lot of value in working with smaller brands and helping lift them up. Right. You know, they just can't pay me that much. Right. That's right. the problem. And so it, in, in, but at the same, but in the same light, it's like, we, I think there's a common thread with a lot of creatives and guests like yourself I have on the show is that we're always trying to validate DC. Right, of course. Like, like, like we're always like in New, in New York and LA, they don't need to validate shit. They're just like, we're cool. We know it. What's up? We're this is our rate. Right. Yeah. But at DC, it's like, there's always an extra pressure of like, no, we are cool. We, we are creative. Like we are taking things to the next level. It's like, it's like, we're always trying to prove it to, and I don't even know to who, like, like when it, are we waiting for like the New Yorker to be like, DC is cool. Like, yeah, what are we, know. what are I we mean, doing this? Like, I mean, I think about like, I think about some smaller brands. You think about like Hue and Cry that does shirting. Love those guys. Like so like, they don't, they don't have big advertising budgets, but so how can they, how can they succeed? So what they do is like, they call all the DC boys, we'll do a shoot and you know, you know, that's going to help everybody out. Mm-hmm. They get content, the guys get content, stuff, stuff like that. They're, you know, plus, you know, these guys, well-dressed guys are promoting their stuff. So that's ultimately going to convert to sales or at least some knowledge to them. So it's, it's things like that. And so who knows, like maybe somebody will say, Oh, I like this guy. Maybe I'll pick him up for another brand or on the brand side. It's like, Oh, maybe we'll carry them somewhere. You know what I mean? So I think that there's, there's those type of opportunities. And I think, you know, it's not like, 
I'm, I'm, I'm a person on the scene. I do this. And all of a sudden I'm working with Ralph Lauren, J crew and you know, all these big brands. Cause I'm just some guy from DC. So why don't I talk about what I know about, uh, talk about some new things and, you know, grow that way as opposed to, you know, when I first started, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to work with all these big people or I'm going to, I'm going to fashion week. I'm getting into the Ralph Lauren show, but that stuff doesn't happen. And, and what happens is you get invited to things or you get seen things you've never ever seen before and then all of a sudden oh my god this stuff is really cool i should i should tell people about it around dc like around dc around anything i mean i went to this convention and it's just stupid um this guy had i never heard of him had these belts the belts were amazing it's like anson belts they're like they're not in like a typical belt it's got like in the back it's got a track so Mm -hmm. it adjusts to like you can be like any size. Oh, they whoa. are really, really cool belts. And that was just like a, a private maker out of DC. It, it's, you know, this guy's out of I think North Carolina, but like it's stuff Whatever. like that. There's a we'll there's a them. leather guy and who makes stuff, and you know you just you just find that stuff, and you know you can excel at that stuff. And and so is that our unique be, value play? Is is showing this individuality, like this yeah, uniqueness that isn't major corporate driven? I mean, I think it'd be a combination of both. I think it depends on what you're what you're you're going to do. I mean, like everybody has their own. Stuff dick you know so am i gonna be the but also but also because you are the dc guy right do big brands not want to work with you like no, because I'm big about brands? to I'm about to work with one. So, oh, nice. Okay, yeah, cool. Um, but luckily, they have a presence in DC, and because you, know, you mentioned earlier that like they were like, "Oh, you're a DC blogger." We yeah, don't they, 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 with but them. now that they're now that they're doing like the one that I'm about to work with, they actually came to me. You got and the upper hand there. So it's, well, I don't know how much upper hand because they're so big. Yeah, right. Um, but, you know, so that's, that's, that's kind of cool. So, but, you know, it's a global market. And so, you know, it's true. Where, where do you shop? I shop, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. I shop a lot online too because there's something I want. There's, there's a couple brands. There's a brand I'm obsessed with. And Who? Uh, um, David Hart. David it's out of right. New York. Um, and it's a little pricey, you know. I always scour Amazon for for the good sales mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I mean, I love that stuff. And every time I they post something like "You should be in DC," I send them direct messages all the time, like "You should be in DC." You know, maybe one day somebody will pick them up and um, and do it. There used to be a store that shut down maybe last summer, you know, summer before last that I loved. It was called Whiskey Ginger. And it was on U Street. And his whole thing was to carry not necessarily. DC brands, but brands that you hadn't really heard of, but it was the only place you could find it in DC. So like, that's gotta be hard. it was really, really cool. Like I had a suit, I still wear it all the time it's, uh, from, then they ultimately went up as like moods of, of Norway, which it was amazing, made great stuff. And you know, like things that you can't find. Isn't Shop Made in DC doing that now? Um, mostly, but it's all everything that's made in, um, in the in the area so oh, like if you look at like yeah you know, like my buddy chris had he was selling some stuff there his, his pop-up i went to last yeah, night chris cardi yeah so so that's where i was last night i went to go support him but he's got some stuff that's doing really well there and dude's hustling you know no so, I, I'm, I'm a big I'm, I'm a close friend of his too so, now. I've, I've been to a lot of his pop-ups up at the smith and just supporting him in his uh h street his dedication to a single street yeah is impressive i'm just like kill it you know so it's it's weird because like I have a different vibe than he does. So like a lot of the stuff doesn't fit for me, but you know, a couple things do. And you know, if I can be support and I, and so I have another blog too, which is um, men's life DC. So I do a lot of things that if, if I'm not going to really talk about it, but it's kind of got some sort of DC mm-hmm. push, I'm going to put it there. 
So that way I'm not, one, I'm not in the picture, thank God, because, you know, my face doesn't need to be everywhere. And I'm going to, like, support, like, local stuff or, like, or brands. Have you ever thought of, like, doing, like, making video content behind all this stuff that you do? Yes. Um, I have one that I never put out. Uh, I have two, like, the Celebrity Cruise is going to be a video content. I've shot it all. But my thing is I can control an Instagram picture. I can, even if, if the photographer sends back something that I don't sort of like the way they've edited, I can edit it and make it look to my aesthetic. Mm-hmm. So I have enough control or I have enough, uh, just enough knowledge to be dangerous video. I don't feel that way. So for the, the, um, skin thing that I did, I shot video. So it's just like, part of it is like, God, I got to put that together now. Now for an answer story, I'm a master. I can do that. In this yeah. Every, anyone's cool for 15 seconds. So, so, I mean, I can, I, there's, it's going to be a story and I, and I have some apps that I use to do that, but like on a, yeah. on a video production scale, people are like, Oh, you need to use iMovie. You need to use Final Cut. I'm like, good God, that's just someone like, other thing. Like what if, what if you had someone like you just got one of your blogger friends, like it was like a, a busy day for you. It's like a really fun, busy day for you. Right. They just followed you with a camera and you didn't edit it. You, they edited it wow. and they edited your day. And I was like, yo, like that, you were thought about doing something like that. Um, I did that. You did? I did it. That's really cool. It's not on my, um, and it all went through a story. I, I believe, um, I did it for capital file. Mm. So I did a day at, at, um, capital file and I did my own, which I did as a story. I think it's probably still up on my, like in my highlights. Um, yeah. So I have done that. You know, they wanted to showcase me, what the good stuff around around city center which was amazing you know we went to we went to like all the restaurants i showed around the stores that i like to shop in you know when I, if i had a little Wait, this is all in the story and stuff or um but they had someone following to the camera mm-hmm, like oh, the well. whole thing yep yeah we all wish we could shop in yeah. city center man. oh my god the, people don't know city center is like the bougie gucci dior herme david yearman like it's just like a block of all that shit. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's our it's our like it's, all that stuff moved up from Chevy Chase and it's so yeah it's it's it was. It was That's interesting. Cool. I'm gonna check that out. That sounds it was, really cool. It was pretty fun. It was it's it's really nice. I mean like when I so when I first my got my first job, I I had no money. I had one suit, maybe a, a suit and a half, you know, and I got all my clothes at Benetton because. I was like Benetton size and I had to wear suits and mm-hmm. they were affordable and they had amazing sales. But, um, someone's like, well, if you just get a tie, you know, you can, you can make your look different. So I would save my paycheck and every paycheck I buy a tie at Hugo Boss. And how many ties um, do you own right now? So this was, this is a long time ago. Oh, all, okay, those, okay. I mean, all those ties are gone. Um, but like, so like, and everybody was like, Oh wow, you have a different suit. You know, it's like just a tie. <laughs> and, and, and at the time, I remember the ties were they were they were eighty dollar ties and they were expensive. I wasn't making that much money. And yeah. I was like, oh my god, this is so expensive! But I'll have all these ties, and so I did that. And so I've been pretty loyal to Hugo Boss. And so like when it's, Hugo Boss moved to City Center, I'm just like, okay, that's cool. Nice. But I will say they were really cool to me because when I finally and like wore the hell out of those Benetton suits and like ripped the crotches out and all that stuff. You can only get them fixed so many times. Trust me. I've done all that stuff. Um, I went to go, I wanted to go buy a suit and I walked into Hugo boss and the suit was like, I don't know, a thousand bucks. I wasn't making that much money. And it's a lot like, for a suit. 
They're well, like, not really, actually. Sorry. They're like, okay, they're going on sale. So I think it went down to like 500 bucks. And they knew I had been in there all the time. And so they cut me some ridiculous deal. I think I paid like maybe 350 for that suit. Nice, it was a lot of money for me at the time. And I'm just like, oh my God. They were, and so like, it's stuff like that. Like, I'm sort of loyal to Hugo Boss. Like, but that's that cool. Changes, it, but so. that, that's how they should treat you. Like, I think these brands get, maybe it gets, too, it gets too much of the head, but they should know that you are a huge patron in that like you're like almost a rep for them like and they should take care of you sometime they should have them like yo come on just come get a soup bro like we love you like, yeah i mean I think, I think there's some local stores that do that um there's a watch company that went out of business like when i when i bought my first watch that wasn't like a timex or something like that i wanted this watch <laughs> wasn't a timex i like timex you mean an cool. expensive watch <laughs> i wanted a raymond wheel watch i i follow i is the same thing and i would go in like every day during lunch and i was like like looking at watches and I'll never forget. I tried on this Cartier watch once and I'm like, how much is this watch? And they put it on and she's like, Oh, it's $7,000. I'm like, can you take it off my wrist? <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to break it. I don't want to scratch it. And, um, it's crazy. So I found this watch. It was a Raymond wheel. I think it was around $1,200 and it was so expensive for me. And I'm like, I can't afford this. And they, again, they had a sale and the woman knew cause I had been in there almost every day. I think wow. she sold it to me for like, She's, it, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't a newer model or anything. She sold it to him for less than like about 200 bucks. Dude, can I ask you a question? What is it about, what is it about fashion and like wearing clothes that you're really drawn to? Like what, it, it seems like you just like, you seriously have like an actual love for it. Like you love the design, the details, all this stuff. Like what is it about it that you just gravitate so much to it? Well, since I don't have a six pack <laughs> <laughs> and I can't walk around with my shirt all day, I can cover it up with good clothes. Um, no, I kind of, I, I, I like it. I, I, I mean, I don't have the talent to design it and I don't have the desire to be like, you know, like, like Greg does like passion to sell it. I, I don't have that, like buy this suit and stuff like that. I mean, I'm happy to No, but like this fashion do so, something for you. Yeah, like, like, is there it, like, it, like, is feel it good? You know, it's like, it's like, all right, I know I like this put together, you know what, what I mean? And, and I'm, I feel conscious if I didn't dress for certain things. I, I just I just feel that way. Like you won't see me unless it's emergency and I have to go to the the you know the store to get like medicine or something like mm -hmm. that. You're not gonna see me out in sweats and stuff like that unless I'm going to the gym. But yeah, it's just it's just not my thing. You mm -hmm. know, it's easy to put on a suit because for me it's just like okay, I don't have to think about it. Where did where did where did it come from? Where did the, where did this love come from? Did you have like a super stylish grandma like grandfather growing up or something um, like that? A couple things. Um, well, my mom was is my mom. She's amazing. She she's always really pretty stylish. She um, she'd always dress, and she has these quirky things about shopping and stuff like that. Count the, She would be like, count the number of things on the rack. If there's a whole bunch of them, just think how many people have that. Don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> and I never. And, and so like, I remember I came home from school one day, and I'm like, oh my god, my homeroom teacher had on your dress. My mom would put that dress in in the Goodwill bag that same night. Wow. And so my mom's my mom's funny that way, and she's and she always would say, never wear cheap shoes because you'll ruin your feet. So I was pretty conscious about the type of shoes. And then my dad, I mean, my dad was stylish and didn't really care about what it was, but he had some investment pieces and he had, um, he like a fanatic about taking care of his stuff, mm. you know, all his shoes and shoe trees every Saturday, he would polish them. <sighs> I would like wear his shoes when I got bigger and to steal them all week and then put them back in his closet. So he'd polish them. He knew I wore them, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so stuff like that. And he never wore the same ones twice and like. 
if he wore this dress shoe this day, he wouldn't wear it the next day. It would be something else. And, and so that kind of gave me... Um, Your mom sounds like quite the character. Oh, she's amazing. She's I've funny. never heard that. Look how many there are. If there's too <laughs> Count many. the number on the rack. If there's more too many, don't buy it. And then, and then I found so a GQ quirky. magazine and I'm just like, oh my God, look at these clothes. I'll never forget. You know, I was just like, oh. and I, I'll never forget. I was like in 7-Eleven or something, picked mm-hmm. up a GQ magazine. I'm like, look at these stylish guys. They're really, really cool. Subscribe to that. And I was just like, okay, that's it. And, and I just didn't feel like I had the talent to like, I have no desire to like design stuff. I'm yeah. Like, oh, forget it. I'll write Project One Way every day, but I can't do that. But I can put together, I think, I think I can put together stuff that looks half decent and, and I have my own quirky style sometimes, you know? So I still get, you know, I go to church on Sundays with my mom and she's like, oh, I don't like what you have on. I'm like, well, mom, it's It seems so like cool. she's like a very key person in, in your fashion development. Oh, yeah. Like everything. She, I get it. I talk to her every day. She will, awesome. she's like, I'm looking at your Instagram account. First Ooh. of all, you post too much. Or she's like, I don't like what you have on today. She, I'm like, but mom, everybody likes that. She's like, no, I don't like it. Don't wear it to church. That's <laughs> you go shopping with her? No. <laughs> no. I don't, I don't typically go shopping with anybody because um, I don't like, I don't like salespeople to pull out clothes for me because unless, unless I'm trying to find a size, mm-hmm. um, because I don't want them to impart their thoughts on how, what I think I should like. Yeah. I like to find it myself and I don't like to go shopping with other people just because I, I just, I'm just weird. Yeah. But it, se- it seems like your love of fashion kind of came from your parents. Like, it, like yeah, you, you, you were around it. Like I, my dad never did that with shoes. My mom was never like that. Like that's very unique, dude. Mm-hmm. My mother, uh, it's funny. Cause you know, when I grew up where I grew I grew up around here, but a lot of the, what part around here, um, Silver Spring. Okay. But, um, a lot of the women, in the neighborhood, the mothers and stuff, they never worked. They were all like, you know, housewives and stuff. My mom worked. Oh, wow. And um, she, you know, I, I remember, and I, I go back talking about church because we always went to church on Sunday. And um, my mom would wear like a pantsuit and all the women would talk about her. But my mother's like, I don't care. You know, she's like, this is what I'm going to wear. You know, stuff like that. And she, she was just, she was always really, really stylish. I found some modeling shots of my mom. So she will deny it till her Ooh. dying day. But yeah, so she did a little modeling and then and my dad was just a dork who just kicked, kicked, took care of his stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I learned from that. And then just, I kind of went hyper on my own thing. You know, I probably have too many clothes. I'm trying to purge a little bit more, you know, Maria Kondo, my house and do all that. Oh stuff. Yeah. God. Hey, does it provide you joy? <laughs> if it doesn't bring you joy, then you need to get rid of it right uh, no. now. But sometimes it, it, it'll provide me joy at a later moment. That's <laughs> it, it's future joy, Marie. It's future Come on. Joy. Yes, exactly. You know, like this jacket, I'm like, I haven't probably worn in a while. I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot I had that. I think I'll wear this. So. Do people ever call you metrosexual? Do you get that? Well, for well, I'm gay, so you know. Okay, I, did, I, did, I wasn't sure. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't so, want to like ask that question. I, I never so, but you know, but people, no, I'm just, I'm just kind of like, me just whatever okay. you know so it's just it's just it's just whatever i feel like gay dudes get a fashion pass it's not fair no 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 nope what do you mean dude no dude li- no. literally literally this morning me and my girl were, were we're going somewhere and we see this guy he walks out of the, the her apartment building every day right and he has this little tiny little annoying beautiful beanie baby looking dog and today he was walking out with like he like busted out the white pants and the shoes and the jacket. And I was like, I was like, wow, this dude's really trying no. today. But then she's like, oh yeah, he's gay. And I was like, oh, oh, it's, it's okay. No. Like, like no. he got a pass all of a sudden for like dressing like real stupid. No, no, I think, uh, I mean, I look at who I follow cause that's, mm-hmm. I kind of get like, I get 
not necessarily what they have. I get some inspiration from them, and it's it's a mixture of people. Right. Um, you know, like I talked about my buddy at uh, Charlotte, um, totally different from me, a hundred percent. Like white dude, tattoos all over his head. Yeah. He's got a great funky style, but if he puts on a suit, it's really cool. Like I look at him. He's good. You know, I talked about my friend who's like talks about body positivity. He's amazing. You know, I look at yeah, I look at a lot of things. You get inspiration from everything because I'm not like I'm only going to wear this brand. I'm only going to do this. I, you know, if I had the money, I do high. If I if I don't have the money, you do low. But you mix everything, and I want to be like accessible. I mean, if you want to do high, I can tell you how to cheat and get some good stuff at, at good things, and that's what I want to do. I mean. You know, I get yelled at from some brands about that sometimes, you know. Because you mix and match the high and low brands. Some don't like that. Some don't like that. Or But it's also because you're 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 like a you're appealing to those DC sensibilities, I guess. But you know, if you're gonna represent I know that like I said, some people only are high end all the time. But if someone wants to follow me and it's like, Oh, I like your suit, it's a plaid suit, where'd you get it? I'm like, Well, I got it at well, I didn't, but let's say I got it at Louis Vuitton. I don't know. Um, that suit. <laughs> I, I wish for you. I, you know, that suit could be like $5,000. So somebody's like, all right, I really like that style. Where can I go get it? Well, there's a knockoff at Zara. You know, you can kind of go, uh. you know what I mean? And so, I, I mean, I don't feel, I don't always feel bad about that sometimes, you know, because I think that it's better to get what you can afford better than. Well, it's cool you're not elitist about it. So uh, I, I can't be. I mean, now, shoes wise, I probably am, but. Um, it's a good thing. Well, because I rather pay for shoes that I know that are going to last versus a pair that it's going to wear once and like fall apart. And then if you buy them, if you're buying them 10 times, then you've ultimately paid for what the one pair would have cost you when you could have just gotten them polished and resold. You know, so the few times I have paid a lot for like a single item of clothing, it it's always worth it. Exactly. I mean, I have a couple things that are like that. Or you make friends with like, I made friends with the salesperson at Burberry, who would tell me when stuff was going on sale, and he said if you wait a couple of days, it goes to the outlet. And I made friends with a person at the outlet who said that if you wait a couple of days, it'll be fifty percent off. So like my one of my winter coats that was two thousand dollars, I got for four hundred bucks. And they still sell that coat. So what a hustle. So it's 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 sometimes it's about sensibility versus you know. So you can still get the high end stuff for being smart about uh, it. That's a little hack right there. Don't 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 get me wrong. Sometimes I've like paid the full price for something. You really want it? I wanted. I bought a, and I'll tell you, I bought. I wanted a one of those Louis Vuitton duffel bags. Oh, those are so nice. I wanted. I'm like I'm doing it. It's on Canal Street in New York. Paid 60 bucks, got one. Oh, you got a fake one? Uh, so I had a fake one. Oh, snap. Like, I had it for like, I don't know, two weeks. The strap broke off of it. Um, but it still looked good. And I, this is maybe about, it was before I was working, before I work now. So it was at a different company and I got this bonus. I'm like, I'm going to go, I'm going to buy, I'm going to buy it. So I put that bag on, on uh, Craigslist. And I said, it's fake. The strap is broken. And I want, I asked, I think a hundred bucks or 150 bucks for it. I know I only paid like six, <laughs> but you told me it was fake. You weren't trying. I to- said, it's not real. I took pictures and stuff like that. That day I got like four or five offers. This one woman was like, I'm coming to get it now. I'm like, it was in the truck of my car. I'm like, okay, fine. What? Girl popped up in her Mercedes and bought that bag for cash in a second. And I was like, go ahead. And then I got a real one. So I was just like, and let me tell you that real one. Somebody tried to Jimmy the zipper. Louis Vuitton fixed it for free. Somebody tried to 
break the lock. They gave me another lock for free. They Wait, what do you mean, Jimmy the Zipper and break the lock? What kind of a duffel bag is this? It's like the keep all the like duffel bag. It comes with you know the zipper. You know, like a, a duffel, not a duffel bag. A, um, you know, like the Louis Vuitton bag. You know, the big handle. You know, it's a it's just like a travel weekender bag. Oh, like so you would like check it at an airplane or something. So I had to check it once because and that's how I was, it almost got Jimmy. So I got yeah. I was I'm like I'm like oh so this is a big bag. I was thinking not, this was like, like a little like, like, like no, it's like this. You know, it's like. A weekender bag. Ah, okay. And okay. they made me check it. I was salty, first of all, because you know you don't want to check you know, that. It's thing. gonna get lost. And like, oh, we promise. And in the in the time somebody tried to the zipper. Well, was I just broken. asked someone who just stolen the whole goddamn bag. I was uh, like, why don't they just why uh, don't they Jimmy the lock like, on it? Because probably somebody was watching him. So you know, but Louis Vuitton took care of it. They fixed it for free, and they you Gotta know love they that. lock. So you know, I'm kind of. You know, if I could afford all that stuff, I'd be like, yeah, but I, I mean, I don't But that piece that you will have forever. I like have that, like piece, that yeah. piece you will pass on to I've had that piece whoever for you like, want. Probably like 10 years and it looks the same. Well, dude, um, I feel like we're, we should probably wrap up here soon because yeah. I got to go check out some places and it's already like four o'clock. Uh, yeah, because I got to go support my buddy. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, and just real quick before we go, I'd like to ask this question to my guest. Okay. Um, don't worry, it's nothing crazy. Um, you know, what you're doing, I think a lot of people will really look up to it. Like, it's very admirable. Like, you're, I know you don't see it's always, it's always hard to look at yourself, but like, you're kind of the OG of the menswear fashion in DC. And I've, and I'm saying this from other people I've heard it from. They always point to you. Um, do you have anything to say? Like, what would you say to people who, you know, look at you as a blogger or people who want to be like a menswear blogger or want to be an inf- influencer? Like, do you have anything to say to them? Like, should, it doesn't have to be inspirational or not. Like it could even be just don't do it. But like, do you have anything to say to them? That's like, you know, like, I don't know. Like any, any wisdom for them? Hmm. Um, I would probably say this. I mean, I think if you really want to do it, you have to know what you're doing it for. I mean, if it's just to like get to the parties, get free crap and stuff like that, that might not be the wisest thing i mean if you want to do it that's fine you know um if you really have a passion for it you have to you have to pick what what you're passionate what what that aspect of that passion is mm-hmm. you know is it sportswear is it shoes is it whatever that is and that's what you have to focus on i think a lot of people see what other people are doing and just copy that but if that's not you then don't do it do you know because you have a voice people will look at you you know because the world is so global now, somebody else is going to want to like that. You know, you might be, you might all be like a sneakerhead that, that specializes, I don't know, in yellow sneakers. I don't know. You know, and all of a sudden you, you find a community that does that and if you become the expert, then everybody will want to know from you, from that. So that's what I say to do it. Just, just know why you're doing it. And it's a lot of work and it's, and content is king. So you always have to hustle. <sighs> always. But there is hope for someone who's just starting. Maybe <laughs> don't cheat. Word Barnett. Well, hey, uh, where work it? If you just want to shout out your socials real, real quick, or where you, if they want to check you out, where they should go. Yeah, um, yeah. Pull out your phones right now. <laughs> DC Fashion Fool on all platforms. Hit that and subscribe to my my uh, blog. And I tweet sometimes too. You know, you know when internet and when the, when the, when everything goes down, Twitter still works. Yeah. So even though nobody follows me on yet, but I know everybody will. Where. <laughs> Well, awesome, man. I appreciate you having, sure. appreciate being on the show, man. It's been super fun. All right. We had some Thank good, you. we had some good yeah. stuff today, man. All right, all right. Well, that's it, guys. That's the angle. Peace. Ooh. That's it. I got to stop the recording. <laughs> <laughs>